and welcome to episode 410 of Geeksters. I'm your host, Ed. I'm your host, Sean. Okay, I don't know. Uh, Is it me, or did it sound like the song sped up there for a minute? I think it was you. <laughs> I mean, I don't really, to be honest with you, I don't pay attention anymore. <laughs> I'm, I'm looking at a timer and then like, that's like, that's, I'm like, all right, ready, ready, ready. Turn it down now. Say, say the intro. <laughs> like, I don't even think know, about it. Cause I, I actually listen to it cause I do nothing except, you know, go, please let it be a good show. Please let it be a good show. Please don't, you know, <laughs> please don't make me sound like an idiot. Please don't make me sound like an idiot. You know, <laughs> but I do listen to the music and the music sounded like it was, it was going fine. Then it kind of dragged a little bit. It dropped for a hair. Then it, like, it was like, oh shit, I gotta catch up. And it was like, dun, 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 dun. and I was like, oh, wonder what's going on over there. <laughs> 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 so, Ed, uh, welcome to the show, everybody. This this week's show is brought to you by the thousands of gallons of drinks I have in front of me for some stupid reason. <laughs> okay. I didn't know you were going into drinking already. Uh, must be, must be a hard day. No, I had I had the day off actually. Um, but the thing is, I had to go pick up Stacy from work because we'll get to that in a minute. But on the way home, it was like, hey, we need to get food because I got to, you know, I'm going on air, quote unquote, on air. Um, <laughs> so we sung we sung by McDonald's. So you know, I got myself a number one, which is a Big Mac, large fries, large drink. So I got that to drink, right? Mm-hmm. Keep track, folks. Well, then I also, when we got in the house, I was like, okay, well, let me grab my supplies, you know, which comes with a Monster Juice Energy Energy Drink, right. Mango Loco, by the way. Okay. So that is sixteen full ounces full of fluid ounces then for whatever reason i grabbed the baja blast mountain dew that was also in the fridge <laughs> so there is also another 20 ounces of drink right there not to mention my large coke which i just finished almost so i don't know how much what's uh, in in a large coke but let's just say it's probably 32 ounces mm-hmm. <sighs> check and before i before <laughs> i even sat down to even dinner had dinner, I finished my 33.8 fluid ounces of my Clear Splash Blackberry ris- Raspberry Blackberry from Giant, and I brought up a spare. <laughs> so, I got 30, uh, yeah, I'm, I got an issues. So, 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 so what you're telling us, folks, is to, to, to set your timers and see how long before he has to run to the bathroom. <laughs> no, I got I got me, me strong bladder. I, I think I should be okay. Okay. Uh, I, I think I should be okay. Okay. Um, but I'll let you know. As I, a part of me is like, okay, do I want the mango loco? Because I'm like, I feel like I'm energized. I feel like I'm, but I like the taste of it. It's not about the monster energy part. It's about the flavor taste part for me. Mm-hmm. Because after I drink this and get off the you, I could go right to bed. Which apparently, little known fact, I, I can't, according to Stacy, that is a key factor if you have ADHD. Uh, if you can fall asleep after having an energy drink. Yeah, well, that explains a lot because there's a lot of times you'll have a conversation and right in the middle of a sentence, you'll stop and change it. <laughs> <laughs> so, no surprise there. <laughs> if you listen to all the hours of podcasts, you'll go, and, hey, yeah, <laughs> he does do that. It sounds like he was going to say something and then he changes it. Uh, yeah, I will. I will flip flop in a second's notice. Yes. <laughs> uh, let's see. So, Ed, 
Um, how we didn't have a show last week because you were packing. <laughs> and I meant, and not like, you know, like packing, packing. You were actually going somewhere. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah um, you know, my, my wife wanted to go on a vacation, and uh, so we did. And uh, we went to Universal this time instead of Disney. You cheated on the mouse. That's what everybody says to me. What, you cheat on the mouse? And I'm like, well, we're going later. We're, we're, we're going we're going soon in the future, you know, <laughs> down the line, you know. But uh, I'll, I'll allow it. <laughs> You'll pay double next time, sir. <laughs> yeah, you, you got to come in here. You, you want to go to Universal? See the Harry Potter? See those minions? I bet you got a nice little photo with... What's his face? The bed, um, Rodimus Prime, whatever his name is, Megatron. <laughs> you probably got your photo. For, you probably got your nice little photo of Megatron. You probably got you saw Terminator or something like that. You probably went on the Jurassic Park ride, and then you probably did the. Of course, you went to the Hogwarts because you probably got all Hogwarted out. And then, and and then you you you, you come to my town and you don't say hi to me. Oh, hey, you're gonna pay next time, double. <laughs> You could go home with two lightsabers. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine with me. Um, <laughs> and I'm going to sell you an Ewok. <laughs> Even better, you know. I have four. So, <laughs> um, so what you do? What you do in Universal? Uh, Harry, it was pretty much Harry Potter. Um, you know, we we my wife like we went we went we've been to Universal twice already. This is a, this is the third time we went, and um, the first time we went, it was. 16 years ago when we're on our honeymoon because we went to Disney oh. first for like a uh, half the most of half the week and then the rest of it we ended up in Universal and when they built Harry Potter World my wife you know is a big Potter fan and and um so uh you know she's like she's like I want to go down and see it and of course they they still build they're you know like you know Dis- they're trying they're trying to really compete with Disney and right. uh, um, you know, so so they built more park and they built more rides, and so she now like, and she's like, which I thought she did, but she's like, I didn't get a wand last time. I went, I want to, I want to do the wand thing, and <laughs> I can tell you, we're muggles. We're not, <laughs> we're not, we're not magic users at all. We're not, we're not wizards. Um, the the. <laughs> The thing is, is that like there's two types of wands. There's a regular wand. There's like a it's just like a resin stick, you know that that's the shape of any of the. There's like a like a like a generic one that you could be, or you get Harry's or hey, you know, um, uh, Hermione's or or uh, Ron and you know all the any of the characters that had a wand in the in the movies, you can get one of those, or you can get like I said a generic one that was like you know just a wizard's wand, you know that kind of thing. So and then they have the ones those as well, but they're they have a a, a special thing at the end. It's with an RF receiver um, that will do things if you're in the park. So you can bring these and you can bring your wands back anytime and carry them in the park, and you know do the do the magic tricks and it and there's these storefront windows like when you're in the town or if in you're in Hogsmeade, there's these little like areas that you can go to and do th- do like a magic trick. Like wave your wand and something will happen in the window, like the candy shop, the frog, the the chocolate frog box will open up and the frog will 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 you know rib it you know kind of thing and and move a little bit. Um, there's a there's a suit of armor that's in pieces on on the ground and that will form up into a knight and play like a little little I think oh, a little cool. song. 
there's a there's a thing where there's a shower where where you stand there and the water actually shoots around you falling down on you doesn't get on you you know there's also like a a a a, a water fountain that you can you know turn on by doing this you know kind of thing and like i did i did a quick search because i was thinking well we're probably going to stand i don't want to look like an idiot (laughs) like (laughs) yeah like like like, that's not going to happen um and and you know i'm watching these people do this and they tell you the the secrets you know kind of thing how to do it so i'm watching it and I think, okay, you know, and I just, I didn't, I didn't like study it intently. Like, okay, I got to do this, 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 you know, kind of thing. I'm like, it's, it's, it's certain waving of the wand and boom, it happens, you know, kind of thing. So we, we get our wands and for the first three or four of them, we couldn't get them to work at all. And we took my wife's niece and nephew uh, down with us. uh, My wife's side of the family, uh, niece and nephew down with us. They're teenagers. And my niece has a wand. She bought it from another trip that she was on. So she was doing it. Like, so she, you know, she was, so, so, you know, of course, like we think ours are broken, you know, <laughs> you know, there's something wrong with these things that are not working, you know, kind of thing. We gave it to her to try just to see. And some of them didn't like, it didn't work. So I was like, all right, well, let's take it back to the shop. Now, if you go to a shop, they're tiny. I mean, they're like right, right. It's supposed to be a representation of of what Harry went through. Yes. So and, yeah, and it was a tiny shop. Yeah. Right. Exactly. And like 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 because it's like because there is a, like a there is a hat room that actually I or they there I don't know is a hat or something like that. I don't remember. I, I haven't seen the movies in a while. I think there's a hat that tells you what wand to get or something like that. There's some way special magical way to to pick your wand you know, kind of thing. And they had that moment, but that room takes up so much room that when you go to get the wands, it's this little tiny space, you know, kind of thing. Five people right. and you're shoulder to shoulder. You're like, you're not, you know, you're not going anywhere. You're, you're, you're stuffed in a, like a phone booth almost. So finally, when we get up there, I, you know, cause I won't get into the great details of what happened, but basically they said they look like, cause I'm thinking they're going to stick it in something and it's going to go bing. And it's like, or, you know, it's like not working, you know, kind of thing. Right. Like, what right. do I know? You know, kind of thing. Cause you know, I work on that kind of technology we have, we have a, we have a thing that you test it, you know, and you, and it will let you know if there's a scratch or something. I mean, we'll say there's a scratch, but you'll, it will, there's something wrong with it. So you, you get a close look. The, the, the girl's like looking at the, the end of it, like the end of the point at her, with her eye, with her eyes. I don't, I don't see anything wrong with it. She's like, I can, I can repair them. And what they mean by repair is they'll exchange it for another one. Right. You know, kind right. of thing. Cause they'll, 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 they'll do, they'll do that for you. So if you had a wand, you know, like from like five years ago and you bring in, it doesn't work. They'll still exchange it for you, no problem. You know. Well, yeah, because they they got they, they're still painting that illusion of oh well, it's all magical and they don't want to break they they don't want to break character. And be like, yeah, let's just ring you out and then ring you back in. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Let's make an exchange. You know, do you have your receipt? You know, um, right. But yeah, so <laughs> so basically, like you know, and of course she did. Of course, the one my wife had because she got um, uh, Sirius Black. That's her favorite character. And okay. they didn't have it at that shop because we, Ugh. you, there's like, you could, you could trip over how many wand stores <laughs> there are in this place. Right. And, every, and everyone's probably got the big ones. They got Hermione, Ron, Harry, Voldemort. Maybe you'll get a Dumbledore. Right. You know, like, you know, but Snape, you maybe Snape. Right. 
but you know you're getting a serious black wand you it's probably like four on the wall right <laughs> right and and, and 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 so so they didn't have her so we didn't exchange it so there there's actually a train that you can take from one park that's that the town to the 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 school the hogsmeade school and you, it's it's a neat little show that they play, you know, and, and it's two different ones when you go in each, which direction you go because you can go you can go back and forth on this train, and you, you need a you need a a two park ticket type of thing, which if you know if you're a Harry Potter fan, you're going to get that ticket, you know, and it's not sure. really that much money because it's you know type of thing, but it's worth it's worth the trip because you go through the wall, you know that. That special wall, you go through that, you know, and <laughs> you mean you mean uh, nine and three fourths, nine and three quarters. Yeah, yeah. Okay, <laughs> I can clearly tell you're not a Harry Potter fan. Nah, well, you know, it's just like <laughs> you, they don't like you. Ask them, they go, Where, "Where's nine and three quarters?" And they can't tell you. You know, like I don't have any change, and you're like, oh, "God." <laughs> <laughs> Should I go this way? Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. Like, well, I got wait. I have a question. Yeah. This is this is this is super important. Do does anybody talk with a British accent? No, 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 no. Because the because where they get the train is, it's it's a famous station station in London, and and it's and King's Cross Station, right? Yeah, it's supposed to be British, and it's like yeah, yeah. You want this one? It's right down the hall to the left. <laughs> <laughs> this this ain't Disney. This is Universal. <laughs> right? Disney would have had people do. Like, they yeah. they would have they would have shipped Brits in just to, just to, just to, just to have somebody stand in line to tell you to go this way in a, in a British accent. You know, right? Like, uh, they, would, they would pay somebody a little extra for classes so they could talk. They could talk like this. Hello, welcome to the station. You want nine and three quarters? Yeah. <laughs> That's my really clearly. I would never get a job there. <laughs> so. So you know, so I mean, like, so we went on, we went to the we went to the school area, and they it did work there, like we because they were they were newer the school the school area where they where they built it was newer, so they they were easier. But the thing was is that like you 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 really have to be really like on point with it, and you can't move your, like your arm; it's just your wrist. It's like a flick of your wrist, and that is it. That's because it's, you're you're doing magic, Ed. It's precision. Yeah, but if I'm a three-year-old kid, it's a leviosa. Ed, <laughs> let's go you fuck know? yourself so up. When, you, when you're doing it, you got to make sure that you enunciate and make sure that your flick of your wrist is precise and on point, so that way you can get the, the maximum wandage. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah, no, but I do agree. If if, if it's a five-year-old whipping a wand around. They're not going to know, you know, because there was there were worry. there were some kids there that were really upset because they couldn't do it. You know, like, you know, like type of thing. There was a lot of there was a lot of kids that could do it that made us look stupid. But because <laughs> because they didn't even they didn't they would do it and it, the, the, the trick would go and they would leave. They wouldn't even watch the whole trick. They would just move on to the next one. And <laughs> right, I'm like, just go tap, tap, tap. Oh, it's working. Let's move on. Right. And it's like, because I, isn't there like a um, like a not a prize but isn't there like a game or it's like a scavenger hunt that if you get them all up and running you, you get something in the end i don't, I don't know don't. I, I we we you know we we didn't go that far with it you know kind of thing we just I mean, bought like the first day we were we, we were at a store <laughs> she's like she's like because she knows what one i want it and she want it and and she's like she's well, like they're here i got i got snape 
You got Snape? Yeah, Professor Snape. <laughs> I like Alan Rickman, so I was like, I'll, I'll take it. Sure, I probably would go. That would probably be the one I got for yeah. Alan Rickman. Yeah. Um, you know, so so the first take, like we were, at, and then, then that's the, I mean, like if 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 I have anything to bad about the state universal, well, it's two things, and it's and they're not really terrible. It's just that you know you 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 real you start to realize it's a smaller park, and you yeah. can do everything in two days. Like we were there technically for three days, well, really four because we you know we left on the fourth day, but the the the, the by the third day we did it all. And we were going to do some stuff again, and, and it started raining. And we were actually kind of like, you know, we did everything. We're going to go back to the hotel and wait for dinner, you know, that kind of thing, and maybe like relax right. the hotel. And then, and but it was like fine, like like, and that that that. And the other thing is, is that I guess I'm so Disney spoiled. Their <laughs> their shops are huge, and they have an abundance of uh, tchotchkes, you know, shirts. Hats, cups, you know, toys, sure. th- plushes, whatever. When you go to Universal, merchandising, merchandising, merchandising. right? And, and and Universal, it was very limited. It was like basically the same thing over and over again. There was a lot of minion stuff. I mean, that was of course the big seller, you know, the big pusher, you know, and right. then Harry Potter stuff, you know, and then and it was like it was either like it was like really expensive or it was like, you know, a, a keychain, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and right. then, and the keychain was like ten bucks, and you're like, really? Like, yeah. Disney has it that after you get on the ride, you go into a shop that's specifically designed for that ride in mind. Right. Where you go to Universal, it's like, oh, I'm here at I'm at Harry Potter to Wizarding World, I can get a wand, but oh look, there's a Jaws magnet. Right. Yeah, but <laughs> then they mean like Harry Potter was Harry Potter. Like if if you were in the if you were there, there was nothing else but Harry Potter merchandise right. there. But like right. in rest of Universal, they had like Harry Potter stuff mixed in with it. And they had like minion stuff, and it, but it was like like you get off the ride or an experience, and it would be like two feet in, it would be whatever that experience is, like t-shirts or whatever, or hats or mugs, right. and then it would be after that, it'd be all minions or you know or, or uh, um, you know uh, Harry Potter, and you're like, and, and it's like wow, okay, like this kind of sucks, like you know, like I would like to see more of this particular ride further out, you know, kind of thing, and I was really disappointed in. I was I I got you a, a gift last time I was there if you remember, I got you the noisy cricket from Men in Black, yes, yes. and I I, th- I I thought about it like before and I'm like you know what I'm gonna get myself a noisy cricket I didn't get myself one, I would like to have a noisy cricket as well, sure and 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 and, a, and an atomizer the the you know the flashy thing that they you know the the brain right, thing, right, and. They were the junkiest toy. They they were cheaper versions. You have a nice, noisy cricket compared to what they. They was like more of a kitty one, and it was like you know, it had this plastic tip on it, and it looked terrible. And the flashy thing was like, like a hot dog, like like you're holding a foot long <laughs> with a with a light at the end. It looked terrible. It was like I'm like, like this is kind of phallic actually. <laughs> yeah, so I didn't get him. I was I was I was really upset over it. That's what happens when your Men in Black International movie fails. <laughs> they fuck up your toys. So, right. so we, need that, we need that movie to make money so we can make more toys. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, you know the, uh, I mean they 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 used to have a Terminator show that's gone now. 
it's, I, I saw that. That it's, was a good show. It was. It, I thought it was. Well, I mean, after a while, like I, every time I see it, I would usually fall asleep because it's exciting at first, but then it gets too long, and then that cool air because you're in that heat and you you get in that right. you get it, that. It's 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 my uh, we call it Hall of Presidents. Yes. <laughs> and it's, it's, it gets comfortable because it gets quiet at times and like, you know, right. like, especially like when it's like the movie or whatever. And there's this like drawn out scene with with uh, uh, Schwarzenegger and uh, um, Eddie Furlong and they're they're talking and they're talking really loud. And it's that nice, cool air and a comfortable seat. And all of a sudden <laughs> it's dark and you're like. <sighs> <laughs> so yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. So now they they've switched it now to the Born Stuntacular. Ooh, that seems so. <laughs> okay, look, I'll go on record. I love the Born series. Uh huh. I just don't think you need a spita- a show based on it. You're absolutely right because I call it the I... Boring Stuntacular. <laughs> <laughs> look, at you being all funny. I just. I just because the born I, the born shows are are movies are are spy thrillers. Yeah. How do you make them? Like I get it, stunt spectacular, awesome. It's probably a lot of fighting, a lot of explosions. Maybe someone falls off a building. But <laughs> they recalled. They also had. I remember last time I was there. I'm gonna date myself. They had the Miami Vice stunt show because it was all on water. Uh-huh. You know. But I mean, I saw the Terminator one, but born makes no sense it makes zero sense to me to have that i mean, I mean don't get me wrong it was it was interesting action it was a lot of like fighting but you could tell it was fake like they're like they're they're pulling their punches and you could tell it wasn't real and it, like after a while it just got boring after a while you're like yeah okay swing swing move swing swing move right you know oh there's a there's a punch oh he's jumping on a he's jumping on a motorcycle the motorcycle doesn't move because there's a there's a there's a screen behind it and he and it gives that illusion that he's on a motorcycle, like taking off, you know, kind of thing. And then there, then a car comes from the, up on the stage, you know, kind of thing. And there's a guy driving it, you know, and it's like the the wind blowing in his hair because it's a convertible, you know, kind of thing. So they must have the air running in his in the car, you know, kind of thing. And and there's like this, there's these helicopters, and they're not real. They're they're flying overhead, but they have the the wind fans blowing on you to give you that illusion, right. like they're you're they're over your head, you know, kind of thing. And he's hanging on a rope and is he going you know he disappears and he's on a rope and he comes across the you know front of the stage and it's just like oh okay and then they just they, it was too long and you're like all right uh, when's he gonna get to the stage uh, <laughs> all right there we go you know like there it is okay you know and then you know and then they had like they had things moving on the stage the you know thing but he's he's like running in place you know kind of thing right. and there's a <laughs> there's these there's these tower things that like he's on rooftops and there's a sniper trying to shoot him you know and, it, and it's a green screen guy in the background so it's not even real so he has to time it right so when they, the shot he like ducks behind something you know kind of thing and the one time right. he was off and you're like oh i noticed that like <laughs> you know it's like you have one you only have one shot at this and you blew it kid you know and then of course hey, Hey, Phil, you're supposed to count at 10, then duck, not duck on 10. Yeah. <laughs> so, so stuff like that. Like, you know, it was just like, it was interesting, but it was like, it was like, I'm like, it was like Six Flags Great Adventure kind of stunt show. I'm like, like <laughs> too much. <laughs> too, 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 is that too much? For me? <laughs> no, that's, you know, that's, oof. 
that's some that's that's a, that's a harsh uh, that's a harsh burn. And that 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 wasn't the worst of it. I mean, oh, what's the worst? The, the, there was two. There's a there's a tie for a second. We 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 at one point we we had to go to the bathroom. We're, we're at the bathroom and all, and everybody's going, you know, kind of thing. And the guys, you know, get out before the girls do because they have you know wait in line, you know, like normal thing like most people have, and. There's this guy like sitting on a bench, like looking at the phone. And somehow, I guess my my nephew said something about we're gonna. Oh no, my my seal. She comes out and like everybody's ready to go, and she's like, "Oh, let's go check out the uh, Fast and Furious experience." <laughs> oh, hold on, you just you're triggering me because all week I've been just seeing nothing with those family. I haven't seen any of this meme, so it's been great for me. I've seen seen people complain about the memes, but I haven't seen the fans of Furious. Please tell me the guy walked up like, you can get that ride if you're family. (laughs) (laughs) No, he goes, it sucks. And then he's like, Uh, and he goes, yeah, and don't even bother with Jimmy Fallon. That's that's boring, right? So so we're like, well, we're here. We're going to experience it, whether this guy says it sucks or not. Like, Like, what do we know? He doesn't know our tastes. Apparently he does. <laughs> right, because apparently, you know, the Fast and Furious ride at Universal just screams entertainment. It, it was funny because it was like you, you went in from like, – there was room to room. There's these pre-shows that they had, and it was like like video conference calls, and there was somebody in the room – that was like like a like a techie guy, and then like one of the stars was there, you know, kind of thing. And you could tell, like, uh, 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 what's his name? Uh, Vin Diesel. Vin Diesel, and and a couple other characters. They were there because they 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 must have been on the, like the lot shooting for Fast and Furious. So they're sitting by a car and they do it like real quick, and you could tell it's like. Like, yeah, I'm just going to see the lines and then that's it, you know, kind of thing. And then move on. Right. Like, they, like we're going to do, do this one take and then I'm going to lunch. Like, that's that's right. how it was, it was. It was probably ludicrous. And it was probably Tyrese. It was Tyrese. But it was the it was it was his uh, uh, sister. Uh, I forget who, who she who oh. played the sister in the in the Fast and Furious movies. But it, but it was the three of them, you know. Because Ludacris was Ludacris was the second thing, and he was like he was doing he put he Ludacris put some extra extra into it, like he he really really oh, hyped yeah. it up, you know, kind of thing. They need jobs, but but apparently like they want to race. Dom won a race, and you know you're going to this after party at some place, you know, kind of thing. I mean, and I have to say like the the line was cool, like like there was cars everywhere. You felt you were in a garage. Of course, though, I said the floors were too clean. There was like there's no way. Like any garage I've ever been to, there's well, been oil. It's, it's a show. It's a showroom garage, right? You know. Well, actually, it was like half and half. It was like a show, but it was like looks like there was like people working on cars and stuff. Like it was like an actual oh, garage type of thing did, as you're walking through. Did you hear it? Did you hear a lot of this? Yes. Yes. <laughs> ding 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 ding. <laughs> yeah, you know, those those kind of then the mechanic noises you hear. And, and so you get a, they they have to get on a party bus, you know, kind of thing. So this 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 track car comes up, you know, kind of thing, and it's got these neon lights inside. I'm like, oh god, I'm gonna be sick. <laughs> I mean, it was like I'm like I'm like it's either it's either gonna be like the coolest thing or I'm gonna be like a heat lamp. I'm gonna be like a hot dog at a Seven Eleven, you know, being burnt to death by a heat lamp. 
But the lamps went off because it was just for show, the pull up. Like I think it was like they like I think. But it was it's it's a cart. It's 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 like every ride cart, like slow ride cart you get into, you know, kind of thing. And then from here there on out, it was all screens on both sides. And first you saw you first just saw Dom driving his car, you know, kind of thing, and they're and they're and they're racing and, and they're they're there's bad guys and they have machine guns and there's the rock and he's in the back of a you know an suv with a big heavy machine gun on the back of it shooting off you know kind of thing and it's shaking and you're pretending like you're going really fast even though you're not moving really much at all you know kind of thing right. or maybe you're moving like you know uh, uh, a mile an hour or something like that like to give that that feeling of movement you know kind of thing and then every once in a while they got to a part where there's a bridge and of course i'm at the end so the water just splashed in my face and I'm like, <laughs> son of a, all right, okay. And they did it four times. And I'm like, Ooh. after four times, I'm like, can we go to the sandy beach or something? <laughs> can we go to the <laughs> desert, you know, kind of thing? And I'm thinking, wait a minute, they'll probably throw sand in my face. <laughs> so then at one point, you you wheelie out, and there's so much smoke that it's just like, like it, it's a thing. And then that's the end of the ride. And you're going, well, it was extremely short and not worth it. <laughs> because 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 you get you it wasn't like it wasn't like oh my god it looked like the rock was really with me you know kind of thing it was like there's there's the rock on the screen you know shooting it looks like a video game you know kind of thing so so what you're saying it was fast and you were furious after you got done (laughs) oh look at you making a funny (laughs) (laughs) so so of course you know my, my my nephew and I were like, oh, he's one for two, <laughs> you know, the guy at the bench. <laughs> so later we go we go to try the Jimmy Fallon ride because I'm like I'm like I'm curious what is I have no idea what it is I you know I didn't really research it too much I don't know what it is kind of thing, and it was neat I, to me, go in there. Let me let me take a guess. Ready? Yeah. Because it's Universal Studios and it's 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 Jimmy Fallon, so I'm assuming it's probably got something to do with like Foley or sounds. Or like it's 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 going to be more educational, but yet entertaining. Not even close. Really? <laughs> Not even close. It, it, going in was interesting because they had like it was like a little museum. They had a Jimmy Car, uh, a Johnny Carson area. They had a Jack Parr area. They had the uh, there was another host. They had his area. Jay Leno. You know, I didn't see the Jay Leno section. <laughs> Now, now that you say that, I, I, mean, I saw Carson. I got, I, I got kind of, I got kind of uh, uh, misty kind of thing. I was like, oh, there's Johnny. I missed him. I missed that man. He was funny. I mean, well, I, I mean, I mean, I guess you could throw Conan O'Brien there because he had the show for like six months. months. Yeah, six months. Yeah, because actually, actually you know, the last couple of days of watching the history of Conan O'Brien and the Tonight Show, <laughs> the short documentary. Right. Um. Anyway. Um. So basically, what it is is that like they they like they they you know they call them they're calling all the the people who work there pages you know because you know it's NBC right. and type of thing, right. and you go into this room and it's like a waiting room it's like the green room kind of thing, and it's like you get a you get a a a, a, a ticket basically and it's a different color you know kind of thing and that's basically your group kind of thing, and this the 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 stage will light up there's like a little stage where there's a television showing old clips of uh various um tonight show with jimmy fallon uh, you know okay, uh, stuff and, and and when your color turns up on there that's when you would go over to get in line basically 
And, you know, so, you know, we had purple was our color. So lit up purple and we went over and there was a gate that you like a way to like a doorway to go through. And you follow the doorway through. And it was like it was just like it was like a, it wasn't like a line. It was just like a, a group of people just could walk through this big hallway type of thing. And you get to basically what looks like a soundstage like where, you know, you would see the Tonight Show, you know, like there was a there's a there's a, a kind of like almost like a movie theater, you know, like theater seats that you sit in, right. you know, kind of thing. And they weren't comfortable. They were made of wood. And then there were seatbelts in it. And you're going, <laughs> why do I need a seatbelt for this? You know, like I right. think. And these seats are not comfortable. It's not like they're padded. So I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, if they jerk me around in this wooden seat, I'm going to be pissed, you know, kind of thing. So we buckle in, you know, kind of thing. Because they make sure everybody's buckled in, you know. They, they can't have anybody not buckled in. Strap in for the hilarious funny that is the Jimmy Fallon ride. The the curtains come up and it's the Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon and it's the stage and he comes out and he does he doesn't really do a monologue I don't think but the roots are there and they do the you know they do the intro you know like like right. you're like like they normally do for the Tonight Show and finally like Jimmy's like comes out and and he gets in a he gets into like a, a racer car so now you're gonna race him through New York is the the idea of it you know kind of thing and every time you do a twist and turn he almost is like in front of you and then you end up on the moon and you come back and you're you know you're at the uh, empire state building and you're off the statue of liberty and there are all these like checkpoints that you get to and then finally you come back you beat jimmy fallon basically at the end you know kind of thing. he finds ray's pizza at one point you know and he's got all the pizza pizza for everybody but it's all virtual pizza not real so you don't get pizza right you know because even though i could have used a slice <laughs> um you know and then and then and the thing and it was like and and it, re- it really like you didn't move and i'm like why are we we belting in this thing it doesn't make sense was, to- was this well yeah well maybe because hear me out maybe because was the screen big enough that maybe you got a little motion feeling out of it like i like didn't uh, i okay. did not i i mean I, I maybe others did i don't know uh I, you know for me myself i can tell you and i know for my family no <laughs> Hey, here's the problem I have with that ride. To be 100 percent honest, that's a ripoff of a Conan skit. Yes, when he, when he gets when he puts a steering wheel on his on his on his desk and they go driving through somewhere. Right, he yes. picks somebody from the audience and he would sit next to him and they would go like, "Oh my god, we're going through some stuff." And yeah, that that Conan O'Brien used to do it on his show when it was that 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 kind of makes me a little angry. I mean, Conan's retired now, but I mean, still, I just feel like that's. That someone cleared that, no one went. Uh, that doesn't. But I guess why would NBC care? Right. I mean, all right. So <laughs> I mean, maybe someone was like, well, you know what? When Conan O'Brien did it, it was our property, and now he ain't working for us, so we're gonna do it. But we're gonna make it fun with Jimmy Fallon. Yeah, had I, maybe. <laughs> but you know, the the the. I mean, all in all, though, the trip was was a good trip. Um, there there were a lot of rides that I couldn't get on before because the last time I was like over three hundred pounds, so I, I couldn't right. fit on rides. And now that I lost all this weight, I can fit on rides. So it was a good feeling to actually ride rides and not yeah, they feel self conscious. Like, am I too heavy for this? Am I might want because I can tell you this universal. Is like the Amicomria Finch of of clothes. <laughs> like you have to be extremely thin to. It's so funny. I've used the Amicomria Finch analogy all day <laughs> today. 
<laughs> I think I did it yesterday too. So you calling you calling Universal the Amicrombie and Finch of theme parks is right on brand for me today. Because <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, is like you you can't have anything on any of the rides. Like you can't bury, bring a backpack, which is fine, okay. But you can't have change in your pockets. You can't bring a camera. You can't bring your phone. They want wow. nothing, and not because they don't want you to film it. Is because they're afraid that if it falls out, it's going to hurt somebody. Because some of the rides are right. literally over people's heads as they walk by. Like they have a Velocicoaster. We didn't get on the Velocicoaster because it's like at least the, was a, the lowest was like a three-hour wait. Like there's no way right. you're getting I'm not waiting three hours in a hot day just to ride a roller coaster. They have other roller coasters that you can get on that you can that have almost the same exact experience. Like the Hulk ride. I went on Hulk. And, you know, and um, it, it, it was first the first time I've ever actually been a Hulk because I, I finally not not like brought any money with me, like, well, change anyway, and was able to put stuff in the locker, you know, kind of thing and, and be able to right. get on the ride. Um, and, and it's like literally like like that's that to me was the scariest ride of all, because. You know, they have those big harnesses and they come down over your on your shoulders, you know. Yeah. But you usually like like click 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 and then it, you right. know, when it hits your chest and you go, All right, that's as far as the as many clicks as it's gonna be because my body is stopping this harness. Right. The Hulk ride didn't have that. It had the harness, it went down, it did not click. Their solution was to have a thin strip of fabric as a seatbelt from the bottom like between your legs. <laughs> To come up on this harness. So I'm thinking, if this piece of fabric tears in any way... Now, I know it's nylon and it's going to be strong. Was it purple? No, it was black. It was black. <laughs> just figure his pants, purple pants. I just... <laughs> that, 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 that would have been good. Because most, most of everything was green, pretty much. Like, they just... They, the cars were green. The track was green. But gotcha. you, were, you were literally, like... like like I was half, I was upside down half the time, or actually probably all the time, because oh, I God. and my butt never, my butt never touched the seat other than when we took off and when we stopped. That was it. Oof. The rest no, of the time, my butt was like my, I could feel my chest on the on the uh, restraint and on my hands, my knuckles turning so white, tightening, and there was it wasn't like there were bars that you could wrap your knuckles around. I don't know who made who made this ride. But they're they're pricks because there was nothing like there was these things sticking out and they were like these like slats that were sticking out and like you should have like a like a handle or something like that to wrap your hands around so you couldn't do that so I'm holding on to these slats and I'm squeezing for dear life and they're not right. like a hard thing they're like a foam and you're sweating because it's hot so it's slippery right. so I'm oh. like I'm like. I, the whole time, I'm like, I'm just screaming my head off because not because it's like woohoo, it's Hulk. I'm like it. Fuck, I'm gonna die. <laughs> Fuck, I'm gonna die. <laughs> like if this thing comes off, I, that's it. I'm gonna be a bullet and somebody. And 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 then my niece. This is how I go out. <laughs> right, my niece. My niece goes. Well, there's the netting underneath the uh, the uh, ride to, to catch things because that's that's what it's for, right? And I'm thinking there is that net is basically going to be my body bag because I'm going to be wrapped up in it <laughs> when I hit the concrete and they're going to be able to scrape my body off pretty easily off the ground. Because <laughs> that's... Just, you can check, Listen to Geeksters! <laughs> <laughs> I don't think... I don't think I'll have the time to say that because it, it was so fast. I mean, I was saying it was, and it was, it was thrilling. I'm being wrong. I would do it again. I definitely would do the ride again. 
but it was like it, you know like it was just like there was times it's just like i know i'm not straight like because my my nephew didn't go because he doesn't like drops and i'm like i didn't there was not one drop in there if there was my stomach didn't have time to process the drop because there was like a lot of loop to loops and there was like a lot of spinning around like we went up a couple of times but we didn't go straight down like there was there was really like it went down straight down a little bit and then it did this like far off turn and then it went into a loop actually i think it was two loops and then when you got off the loop you were upside down and it was just like it was like mind-blowingly crazy but it was like it was like it was fun but it was like oh my god like half the time i didn't think i was gonna make it because <laughs> like, it's like because i felt the i felt the pressure of those like the thing against my body going yeah it's it's my body's trying to push the momentum like to get off like basically that's that's how it felt like 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 wow. if i had more weight i probably would have been a bullet <laughs> coming off that train you know so but i mean as i say it was it was good you know that the food was good we, we ate some nice places we ate this place called the chocolate emporium which was like a steampunk themed restaurant oh, was, and, and it was mo- cool yeah, it was good for desserts and but it did have it had to have dinners so we had dinner there and like i got like a flatbread pizza which was good and uh um and then one night we went and then we had these desserts and there were like these huge cups like a mug type of thing and had like a cake on top with a straw like holding the cake in and and then but they were delicious i have to say because you know but of course my family are lightweights like i can eat one of those and not even like blink an eye you know kind of thing because i finished mine and the rest of them are like oh they're like halfway done and i'm like i'm like i'm not touching the kids because you know like you know they're not my kids (laughs) i don't know what diseases they have but but i took my wife's and i'm like she's just she's like i'm not gonna finish this i'm like well i'll finish it you know so every night that's that's what i was doing like because it was always there was always huge desserts and i'm like i finished mine and i'm like and they're like yeah i can't finish mine like you guys you know like don't order these they're expensive I'm like i'm paying for this it's expensive <laughs> screaming like you're a bunch of pussies i, well, I was like you're you're a bunch of pansies <laughs> I give me that i'm gonna i'm gonna take it yeah um but the the cow the, the place second place was cowfish which was burgers and sushi and uh, okay. and, you, and you go you go that's a weird combination, but they like you like it's either like one extreme or another. And my niece is a pescatarian, and a pescatarian is a person that eats doesn't eat meat, but she can eat seafood. She'll you know like the type of thing. Okay. So so that's that's part of the reason why they, she my wife picked it. It was a good place because I got a burger. It was nice. It was good. I mean, uh, I, I've been known to dabble in some uh, sushi and as well as hamburgers. So I guess uh, it sounds like a nice place, a nice yeah, restaurant. It is. It was. It was like, but they were. They were book solid because like people we were waiting we we put our name in for a reservation we got a reservation like a while ago and the whole time it was people just walking up and the, I'm like my guy should just record this you know because he kept saying the thing over and over again and he's like I'm I'm sorry there there is no reservations tonight um, we could put you on a list but odds are we're not going to call you because you know if, if unless somebody doesn't show up and it won't be until like later in the night you know kind of thing like maybe like 10 o'clock right. tonight or something and and time and time again it was over and over again and then one person asked goes well, do you have anything for tomorrow like you know trying to make maybe you know like all right well like we can't eat here tonight but how about tomorrow kind of thing and the guy goes right. no we're booked till august and I'm like, wow. holy wow. This is like late June that we went. I'm like, holy smokes. I mean, like, you, that's where you tell people who, who've never, A, have never done this before, and B, 
don't know that sometimes you need to schedule these things in advance. Right. Right. <laughs> like if you knew if you knew you were coming in August, I mean let's say you knew you were coming in July, you should have been making reservations like in February. Right. And that's and that's sure. what my wife did. I mean, like, like she as soon as they were available to make reservations, like, because like, there's a window you have to make it in. As soon right. as that window opened up, she she she, she booked it. She knew it, she did research on what restaurants and all. And a lot of people go, "Well, I like to like to like freewheel it, you know, like just go in and do." And I'm like, and and, and, and that's great too. But the thing is, is that like, any park you go to, you're not going to get that. You're not going to go to Cinderella's Castle in Disney World and get in. It's not happening. Right got to be able if you're, if you're willing to you know freewheel it like that you also can't be a karen about it either right you got to be like, like you gotta go look look we're, we're freewheeling it here obviously this place is empty this place is booked this place is booked oh shucks you know maybe next time we do this we should plan better but the last thing you can do is like well i've been here all day and blah 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 you know how much money i spent at this park <laughs> and that's the thing like i've i've seen it because i mean to me that's the highlight of my my vacation is to sit in the waiting rooms what's that just watching people lose it and, it's, and that's it like lose it because it's especially the hot spots like like we get a reservation you know we'll sit there and wait like like when beauty beauty and the beast castle opened up for a restaurant they opened up a restaurant in magic kingdom and we went and the, when we first went like now it's it's okay it's not as, as good but when we first went it was like an experience and it, it was it was worth it but people were right. trying to get in and they're like now we, we we're booked we're, we're we're booked like and they opened it like i think like six months before we got there you know kind of thing you know so like everybody who's a disney fan is going to go down and try it you know right. and they're gonna make the reservation and you know, and we didn't get a great time. It was like a weird, like late hour dinner or something like that, if I remember, because it was pretty late in the, in the night or, you know, but, but it was just like, it, it was the only time available. So we took it, you know, kind of thing. And then, and that's the thing, like, like people were just like, and they, they, they flip out and they go crazy and they, you know, they yell and then, you know, like, and it's just, and it's, it's so great to see because you finally see what the security is like right. at, at, at those parks because they don't have, they have uniformed officers walking around, but they have a lot of non-uniform officers. Right, the, the secret police. You know, and they're wearing Disney attire. They're wearing, like, they look like they're on vacation, you know, kind of thing. And, you know, and, and they they look like couples or, you know. Or, I, got ca- I got cavity searched by a guy wearing a goofy hat. <laughs> exactly right. You know, because I've, I've seen it. I've actually seen a kid try to steal something. They got him so fast. Like, he didn't even make it out the door. Like, he he barely got two feet outside. You know, like, like he... he and, and he, oh, yank? Yeah, and they yanked him. And he, it was a guy in a goof with goofy ears, you know, like... Because you, you see the you see the ears just flapping away as, as they pull him behind stage. Like, they... The, Looking like uh, the genie at the end of Aladdin. Yes. <laughs> and, and the store closes and he's gone. And you're going, whoa, like, that's wild. And it's just like... They they got cameras everywhere, and I'm like, you know, like I, I think my nephew said something, and I'm like, I'm like, trust me, you wouldn't make you wouldn't make it 20 feet. They, they you know, I, I I can't, I don't know what it's like here in Universal, and I'm not testing the limits on this, like, because right. he, like he because it was there was a there was a cart, and a guy wasn't paying attention. He was buying a shirt, and he goes, I could have walked off with it, and I'm like, no, you couldn't have. You might think you could have walked off with it, 
but you would have got you probably would have got about like 40 feet before somebody stopped you you know and and, and grabbed he you see is the guy across the hall watching that cart right all the time or there's a camera you know type of thing and there's a walkie-talkie somebody going yeah there's a guy walking off with a shirt grab him you know and they right you know and they, and they just grab him so it's just like yeah I'm, I'm like i'm like you don't know who's watching where they're watching but they're watching you know <laughs> it's money mm-hmm. and they know it yeah you know? right so, but it, it, uh, question, no. yeah. I, I, okay, well, you mentioned Universal. Now, a couple of things Universal that you haven't mentioned: the Jurassic Park ride. Did you go on that? No, no. We we actually we we missed that ride for some reason. I don't know why. I couldn't tell you. Um, but it is at Universal, right? Yes, it is. You're correct. Okay. All right. Yeah, um, we didn't really go in Universal. Now, now that you say that, I'm like, wow, we missed. We missed. I think we missed the whole part of the park. <laughs> <laughs> like son of a bitch that's why you need three days <laughs> my next question then is um it was uh, did you um shit what was it it was jurassic park and oh the tower of terror that's no, in that's, that's in that's, that's in disney that's in the uh, uh, right. uh hollywood studios right, right. Uh, right cause they changed that to the guardians of the galaxy ride well no yeah. that's in that's in california they changed it to the guardians of the galaxy ride uh, in 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 Florida, they're changing the uh, it's the Ellen's Universe of Energy ride that they had. They're turning that into an inside roller coaster, and it's called Guardians of the Galaxy Rewind. Okay. Yeah, but the tower, but the the Tower of Terror in California, they switched it to a Guardians of the Galaxy uh, 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 ride, and I, I I I've never been there. I haven't seen it yet. So they just opened up Avengers Campus in. California, so they have uh, they have the Pim's Kitchen, which is like some items are really huge, you know, uh, yeah, food items, and some real small. It. Yeah, I watched a video about it actually. Oh, okay. You know, yeah, it's like this big ass. You get this. Um, uh, what was it? It was like a dessert or a piece of something, and then you get like a slice. Oh, it was a big. It was it was the hundred dollar sandwich that we talked about. Yes. It's like it's this super like hoagie pastrami type thing. Where you get like a little sliver, which is like a regular sandwich size. <laughs> so yeah, it was. It, um, yeah, and then like because like Florida really didn't, won't have anything Marvel related because of Universal's uh, Islands of Adventure. They made a deal with Marvel before Disney bought Marvel, and this like they actually made it like years before uh, Disney even thought about buying Marvel. And it was uh, um, you know I think they have it forever basically, which which. Which again stink because the merchandise there they couldn't really sell too much because anything they anything they sell they have to give to Disney basically so right. there's not much that they could make that would have you know type of thing I ended up getting a, like a Marvel shirt and it's like it's, it's Marvel on and it has all the characters uh, painted in and some of the some of the main characters are in the center and a lot of secondary characters because I was actually trying to figure out like some of the characters I'm like I know that one it's this I know and I and I, I got a lot of them but there was a couple I'm like I have to look their faces up because I don't know who they were you know kind of thing it was so but it was it was interesting and then I got a Captain America hat it has like the shield on the on the you know on, on the uh, thing where like the you know symbol of like whatever team you know if it's a baseball cap you know kind of thing because my I, I brought a cap down but it was too small because I, I my wife's like don't bring anything Disney don't wear anything Disney because they you know because we went on our honeymoon we were wearing Disney stuff because we went there first 
and then went to Universal. And every time somebody would make a, like one of the employees make a crack at you, you know, about you know wearing Disney. You know, it's like you know we have Universal shirts, right? <laughs> or, or or you know we really don't take kind of those kind of shirts around here. You know, they're 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 very offensive. You know, and it's like oh, okay, you know, thanks, you know. So so I was wasn't allowed anywhere. Anything. Of course, of course though I did wear a mask. Uh, and I, I was carrying. I didn't wear. I didn't wear it in the park. Uh, but you have to wear it in the airport. And a lot of times, I had it with me. And it was. It was a. It was a. It's a uh, Mandalorian face mask for the for the <laughs> the you know that cover my mouth and nose for uh, in case I needed it because like I wasn't sure. Like you know, they they said that there weren't they weren't having masks anymore. But I don't know if like like restaurants or that kind of thing like inside but they no we you didn't you didn't need to wear a mask anywhere so i was like well i'm fully vaccinated so i'm not worried about it so right. but, you know but like I said, it was all good so it was a it was a good trip um so uh yeah, yeah that's good uh so and then there was a couple other things i wanted to mention real quick that i that i've been doing and uh so i'll go with that and then we'll we'll get to you yeah, good. um i watched part one of the uh long halloween batman long halloween uh-huh. Um, yeah, I can't wait for part two. It's coming out in like a little over a month from now, like in August, I think. So I'm excited. <laughs> but because uh, I've never read the comic, but uh, it, I think it's the kind of like his origin of becoming the great detective. If, if I'm not wrong. If, I mean, I don't know. I mean, you read the comic, so you would know. I also watched part one as well. Okay. Okay. What do you think? <laughs> um. I, I, I'll be honest. I fell asleep watching it. Oh, it was late. At, it was late at night. I, what I was watching, I enjoyed. It was very like it's a very slow burn, but again, it's two parts, so of course it is. Um, but I mean, I was. I would. I what I remember, I liked. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm like, it's the right, dark night rises all over again. <laughs> and then I fell asleep, and then I woke up again. I'm like, you know what? How much time I got? I got like 40. I think I got like a half hour left. I'm like, I'm just gonna turn it off. I was, just, you know, I'll, I will, I can, like, I'm like, I saw enough for me to go. All right, I think I can wait till the whole movie gets released and then buy it that way. Yeah. <laughs> I thought, I thought Jensen Eccles was doing a fine job as Bruce and Batman. Yeah. I, I didn't, you know, there wasn't any kind of. Like I was like, hey, wow, he sounds like the Red Hood. <laughs> no, he sounds like Jason Todd. But I'm, it was he was fine. He was really good. Um, the voice acting I thought was was very good. I'm, I was I was pleased. But like I said, it, it might have just been. There's a, a threshold at night where all of a sudden my body just kind of goes, you know what, Sean? Maybe it's time for you just to, just to go to bed. And I kind of push that limit sometimes. Yeah. And the next thing I know, I'll, I'll like my phone will drop out of my hand, and I'll be like, or the or the we call it the remote will slip down as I nod off and I'm like and it wakes me up and I'm like oh shit uh, maybe I guess I should go to bed if I go to bed right now I'll get X amount of hours sleep <laughs> okay just, just let you know you're fading in and out a little bit so you might be oh. moving a little bit so you might want to okay. start stay. Right, I'll, I'll try to there you stay go. a little bit more still is that better yes um, I, I enjoyed what I saw I can wait so um, I, 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 I didn't hate it so <laughs> what else did you do uh, well, I did want to go back to Universal quick because I saw the Born Spectacular, Stuntacular. I did pick because I don't have a Jason. I do have some on digital, so I bought the the Born Collection uh, when I got back from from Universal because I was like, I'm like, you know what? I I enjoy those movies. I, I actually didn't. Now that the thing, I didn't see the last two. I didn't see the one with. Um, 
Jeremy Renner. Jeremy Renner, thank you. The, and then the, the, the Jason Bourne movie, the when they bring back uh, Matt Damon. So I was like, all right, right. well, I'll, I'll you know I'll do that. And then this past couple days, I finally broke down um, with Amazon Prime and started watching Invincible. I'm halfway through. Oh. I see the hype. I see why. Because every like my nephew was saying, "You got to see it. it's good." Blah blah blah. Everybody, everybody that have seen it, you know, and I get it. I'm like, "Oh, okay." I, I see how good it is and why. But I I do have two things. Uh-huh. I, I I don't know who makes Invincible. Do you know who who publishes Invincible? Um, it, it's it's um, Image Comics, and it's written by Robert Kirkland, the guy who created The Walking Dead. Okay. Because this was I, his second comic after launching The Walking Dead. I, I'm going to say this now. Why isn't Marvel and DC and even Dark Horse suing him? <laughs> some some of the things some of the things I'm like I'm like wow that is so Peter Parker that's so Spider Man you know like kind of thing or 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 Mark Grayson's the main character's uh, uh, real name and you're going Grayson really and and the face and you're like and he doesn't look like Dick Grayson like you know. And uh, so, like, I'm like, I'm like, other than that, and the other thing is, is that uh, J.K. Simmons is the voice of uh, Omni Man. Yes. And Omni Man has these gray temples, uh, a gray sideburns, and a mustache. And every time I right. see him, I I always say, and I I laugh to myself. I think I find it funny every time he comes up and scream, I'm like, "Give me pictures of Spider Man." Right, because <laughs> he played J. Jonah Jameson in, in the Spider-Man movies. So every time I see him and I hear his voice, that's what I think of. I'm like, I'm like, give me pictures of Spider-Man, you know, because he looks just like him. I'm like, I'm like, wow, like it's like if J. Jonah Jameson became a superhero, it's Omni Man. <laughs> <laughs> so, but I, I, I go ahead. I, Parker, I need pictures of Spider-Man on my desk by three o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> and. The, and that's what it's you know, like, but I mean, like, but I am enjoying the I am enjoying the series. It's it's kind of like a a cross between like DC Marvel and and the boys in a way, <laughs> you know, like uh, best yes. way I can put it. Wait till you get to the end. I, I said I'm only halfway through. I, I got through. I'm I'm on episode five now, and I uh, I was getting tired, so I, I I stopped that. And then today I was trying to watch a little bit more before the we, we did this, but I was like, no, nah, I'm gonna have to wait until. Uh, you know, uh, after the show, and I'm gonna have to, you know, go through a couple more episodes before uh, bed and all. So, but uh, I, you know, I, I see the hype. I can see why people really like this because it's so uh, remnant of, um, like, I pretty much like, like it's it's a comf- it's a comforting storyline because it's like it's like stuff you've seen before. So you're not like going like who's this? It doesn't really matter who they are. Because <laughs> the characters are like characters you've seen before, so you kind of go, okay, like you know, you, you know, like uh, there, uh, there's that one character. He reminds me of Hank Pym so much. Um, right. Uh, I can't think of his name. That the the guy with the explosives, you know, because of the way he's like so, like you know, loud and brash, you know, kind of thing. Um, you know, uh, but uh, I, 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 I'm the the thing that bothers me the most is is. Well, I'm not going to spoil it for anybody because I mean, of course, probably everybody who's seen it, seen it. Like why, why the the you know what happens basically that the through the that carries the whole show along. Like why that happened. Like you know, you you see it happen and you go well, why, and you know they don't really explain it, and you're going, you know, like 
I mean, are you talking about what happens in the first episode? Yes. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, look, because you can spoil it because there's movies. The show's been out for a while. I'm the man tearing the shit out of their version of the Justice League. Yes. Okay. You do. It does. Again, you're halfway through the season. It does answer why. Okay. And that's why I said, like, when you get to the end, like, the end, the last episode of the season, my jaw was, like, slack jaw through, I mean, through most, like, 30 minutes of that episode. Wow. Okay. Like, I mean, like, you, like at the end of the first episode, I was like, holy crap, like, that last scene, because you're like, oh, okay, this is a nice little TV show, it's about superheroes, whatever, you know, and then at the end, where, you know, Omni-Man does beat the crap out of the Justice League, and, you know, um, to that to that extent, and my jaw was like, oh my god, holy crap, holy crap, and then by the end, I, I was like leaning forward in my chair going what the like so everything gets answered okay be, <laughs> yeah by the end i figured the, the i figured it would i you know that, and that's what i kind of figured i think i probably won't get it to like the very end or why you know kind of thing but but the, the whole thought i'm like like some of the characters i'm like i'm like really like they'll be suing over this one you know like, they'll be- well because i think it's because they're superhero tropes like you gotta have the superman guy you gotta have the tech guy like they're just i feel like it's without i mean I just, I, I, it's kind of like two, it's almost on the nose, Omni-Man, Superman, gotcha. He's from another planet. They, okay, but I think that, that because it, he doesn't look anything like Superman, they can't do the, oh, but, properties type of thing. But I'm, I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, no, it's like Spider-Man, like Marvel's not suing that, especially Disney now. Like, is he not suing J. Jonah Jameson being Omni-Man, being Superman? Like, like, like nobody else sees this. Like, 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 am I in the parallel universe? Like, 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 I can't be the first one to be on. Nobody's suing over this. I do like the fact that, like, through every episode, they, 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 whatever he, he like, there, there was only one time he actually said his name, but every, every time he says his name, they put the title card up. Right. <laughs> I am, and then it's Flack, this big title card, incredible, invincible, and I'm like, that is great. <laughs> that is a great gag. It's <laughs> a very good gag. And then every and you're going to notice that every time they flash that card up, it gets a little bloodier. Yes. Yes, I noticed that. Uh-huh. I'm like, I'm like, ooh, that's got a little more gory than the last time I remember. <laughs> uh-huh. So, but it was yeah, I said, I I'm, I'm I I really see the appeal of this and I'm like, wow, I I really can't wait to get to the end of, you know, to, to see the whole thing. Um, you know, and, and and of course I am still watching Loki. Um, you know, which actually episode? Oh shit! I forgot to watch Loki. Oh, five I today, to I think. Yeah. So I, yeah. I'm, you know, so I'm, I'm now one episode behind, but I'll, I'll watch it before uh, uh, next yeah, time. Yeah, I'll probably watch Stacey and I'll probably watch it tomorrow. Yeah. So. Right. That's that's uh, that's pretty much it I can think of. I'm I'm trying to think there was some. I'm like I think there was another something else I saw and I can't remember what it was. So it wasn't really that impactful. So uh, I'm gonna turn it over to you now. Like. Uh, what, what what have you been doing since we've been off? Um, well, I like I made a like, small list. The long Halloween, I said it was a bit slow, but we already talked about that. Um, Stacy and I watched the Luca movie on Disney Plus. Oh, how's it? How was it? I haven't seen it yet. Um, it's cute. I, I, I'll be honest. It's 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 a little mermaid for boys. <laughs> Without the singing, there's no singing. You know. 
instead of being mermaids, they're sea monsters. It's about friends. It's like take a little bit of Little Mermaid, splash in a little bit of Frozen, j flip the gender, you know, to make them boys. There's like this, uh, you know, it reminded. There's like a little bit of this, uh, and I'll be honest, the the, the kid, Luca, uh, this is gonna sound. He kind of looks a little like my youngest nephew, Lucas, at, which is funny, you know, because of the name. Yeah. But the way they have it, his, his hair and his face is kind of, you know, where he's pudgy in his face. So it was like, kind of, just visually, it looks like a character caricature of my youngest nephew. So I'm like, <laughs> so watching that movie, it was like, a, it was, it was doubly enjoyable for me. I enjoyed it. It's your typical, I'm gonna say. Okay, you're fading, fading in and I get. It's your standard Disney Pixar flick where it's, you know, feel good. Um, somebody learns a lesson by the end of it. <laughs> you know, um, I, I enjoyed it. Okay. Uh, I, let's see. Um, I got my car back from the shop today. <laughs> I thought you already got your car back. I did it, and like not too long after I got it back, my check engine light came back on, and I was like, "Son of a bitch!" <laughs> and it, it didn't need a few things. It, it needed, um, it, it didn't need, it did need something, and it did get replaced. Um, but in the while it was getting repaired, they're like, "Just so you know, it's time for an oil change, and you need two front tires. Do you want us to do it?" And we're like, "Yeah." I, we knew about the tires, and we're like, "Sure, throw in an oil change while you're at it." <laughs> <laughs> um, what else did I do? Um, well, let's see. This week, we're not doing a show this Sunday because it happens to be my one-year anniversary with Stacy. Yes, happy anniversary! Um, thank you. So, whenever this show gets on, you know there'll be no no episode this coming Sunday. Maybe we'll do it again. Right now, if those people are listening, it's Wednesday night. Mm -hmm. We're doing the show because Fourth of July was just passed. Um, how was your 4th of July? Uneventful, which was good. Okay. Um, you know, uh, we, well, I, I, I did go out on Friday. Uh, not Friday. Uh, I do go on Fridays. But uh, Monday, uh, actually, I went out. Um, I went to this place. It's a local here, so I'm going to give the local kids. It was called Gallows Burger Bar. Um, I've never been there. Um, friend of the show, Dave Sipon, took me and my wife and, and his wife, the, the four of us, well, they they the two of them, sorry, took us to, uh, because actually this 26th of June was my birthday, birthday, you know? Right. So they wanted to celebrate my birthday when we got back from the trip and, uh, 4th of July, they wanted to do it, but if they were closed for the 4th of July, so we went on, on Monday. I have to say it's a really good place. Uh, you know, if you, so if you hear Gallows or Burger Bar, go check it out. Uh, it was, it was, uh, you know, uh, of course though, I'll be honest, I was getting, starting getting sick of burgers. <laughs> because <laughs> right. you know like, like universal like that's all i was eating like either pizza or burgers because it's like like disney's now like and i and I, at first i didn't get it why why disney was change, trying to change their menu on some things like why they were trying to different things but after going through universal where they didn't do that you go and now i get it you know because like like i had a chicken sandwich we went to this uh, captain american restaurant in the islands of adventure and and i got a chicken sandwich because it was either burgers or pizza or hot dogs and i'm like yeah, I'm, I'm gonna get a chicken sandwich, like you know. And I normally right. like I I I've been eating grilled chicken sandwiches for like my diet because it's good for my for my diet. And I was more excited for the grilled chicken sandwich 
because I was tired of like eating a burger or pizza, you know, like or a hot dog again. I'm like, yeah, I'm like, I'm like, yeah, I want something else, like you know, like a, a, a different change, like I want to change, you know, like type of thing. Um, but but though I do have to say though, uh, for Gallows, it was, it was 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 it's a burger bar. They had other stuff. They did have fish and and chicken and stuff. But you know, when you when you when their main event is burgers, you kind of go, well, I should try a burger, you know, this because the first time I'm here, I'm gonna. I'm going to try your main thing. You know, I'm not going to eat like a salad right. or, you know, or a, or a chicken sandwich. Um, but it was, it was really good. It was delicious. Um, I have what to call the five napkin. It was like a double patty, uh, cheddar cheese, bacon, like a, it's basically a double cheese, double bacon cheeseburger, <laughs> but it was, it was delicious. And, uh, the fries were really good. I have to say, you know, I see if you, you know, if anything, you know, just to go for fries, it'd be, uh, it's worth it. Um, okay. And uh, so, yeah, so I actually Sipon got me a couple of things, uh, you know, that I was that I was looking, I was eyeing up. Um, I never, I never had it on uh, on you know my collection was the airplane one and two, um, you know, okay. from uh, you know, and then something that you know like people probably don't know about or, or they do, but they never like thought about buying it, you know, kind of thing. Um, there's these police squad movies uh, 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 um, that uh, uh, Leslie Nielsen's in. There's three of them. The Naked Gun series. The Naked Gun. Thank you. And it's from You're the file of the police squad. It's like the Naked Gun, you know, whatever number, you know. And and there's a, there was a show back, I think, in the early '80s that was the show that that's where these that's where these characters came from. And you know it's like six episodes, so it's not that of a show. It got canceled very early because uh, <laughs> right. of the bizarreness of it. But I, I've actually seen it. I, I've I've I, I remember renting it one time with some people, and it was like six half hour episodes. And you know, and we laughed. It was it was it's dumb comedy. You know, it's it's along the veins of Airplane. So if you know those Airplane movies, then you know Police Squad, or if you know the the, the Nate Gun series. It's those. It's that kind of comedy, and I enjoy that highly. So, actually, that's one of the things he got me. So I was like really thrilled to, to get those. So, uh, so yeah. So that's. Uh, I forget why I was telling you this. Because <laughs> I, I asked how your fourth was. Because I was. I was we we're talking about what I was doing. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Sorry. Why we didn't have a show this past Sunday was because it was Fourth of July over here in the United States, which is our Independence Day. Um, <laughs> Um, but uh, so, like this Sunday, it's Stacy and R's anniversary. We have we have plans. I don't know, like weather permitting and all that stuff. Um, but we did already because she has the she can't keep a secret <laughs> for for anything. Like she can't when it comes to like gift buying, she'll buy something and she'll want to she'll do her best to try to hide it or try to keep it from me. It may her, her willpower may last like twelve hours, depending on what time of day it is. Right. You know. So this week our work schedule has been not different, but it's been days where I'm going into work like uh, Monday. She was off. She's off Monday and tomorrow. So it means I get to go and work by myself, and I get to do like my my shopping right. for her. So I did it Monday, and I bought like she's got a Pandora bracelet that it's my job to fill with, you know charms right so i got her i got her a new charm for that and she liked it and she gave me my um my anniversary gift came in today it's a backpack um like a school bag mm-hmm. but it's it's a darth vader one it's 
from uh, it's really nice it's uh, you'll probably see it eventually it's fancy schmancy about the, you know <laughs> and I'm like I, and I like it it looks great it's got it's like it's got this it's got Vader on the front it's not it's like art art deco kind of like he looked look, look at much drawings uh-huh. but in the inside it's got like a lava red interior oh. which I'm like that's that's kind of cool yeah like, <laughs> you know why why you gotta say lava red why can't it be lightsaber red Oh, because <laughs> um, the planet he's from, or the planet he he uh, he resides. Oh, uh, okay, maybe. Um, it's um, I think like that, that's. I think my weekend work has been work. I haven't had. Oh, you know what? There's a a funny interaction that now nah, you know what never mind it was a work thing and it was a guy complaining about our last copy and why we have to unwrap games to put them on the shelf oh jeez <laughs> like we always get this, like I, I and me and my co-worker we were having none of it that day it was it was this past Monday we were like well it's the last one he's like why do you do that I'm like well sir I mean obviously if you you didn't ask for this game. You went and grabbed it off the shelf. So if we didn't have a copy there, you wouldn't have known we had it. <laughs> like you would have had to ask me for it. Um, second, it's not like we took it home and played it. Like we uh, we un we 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 unwrapped it, put it in this envelope, put it in the drawer. And he's like, "Well, it's, it's not the same." I'm like, "Sir, let me ask you a question. If you were to buy a brand new spanking car right now, there'd be miles on it." Does that make the car not be new anymore? Like someone could have farted in that car, and you would have never known. I not even known. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> he's like, but it's not the same. I'm like, so you, I'm like, basically, what it comes down to is like, you just want to take the cellophane off of it. I'm, it's it's okay. You can admit it. He's like, no, I just all my stuff's in pristine condition. I'm like, sir, I, I'll show you the disc. You know, like my my coworkers kind of like. Dude, it's 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 perfectly. We don't take them home and play them, and not, it's not like that. We we unpack them, and I'm like, I'll I'll show you the disc. <laughs> see, I'm see, the like, thing thing that makes me laugh about this the most is the fact is is that we've had this conversation, uh huh, with 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 Zipon. You know, the right, three of the right. three of us had this conversation because he'll argue to death of why it should be always in the wrapper. Like 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 he 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 will get mad. If you give him an unwrapped game as a brand new game, because he's like it's not new, and it's like, well, yeah, it it is because we had to we had to put one in a, we had to take the box and put one on the shelf, and he's like, well, they should just make a box that's just for the shelf and then have a game in it. Mm. You know what? I'm gonna say this. Fuck you with that attitude, because <laughs> try doing. But that's the, what GameStop but, trying to do this past year during the holidays was have like the top fifty to like one hundred games um, on the shelf, and it was an empty case, and it was original. It, it was a cover art. It was. I mean, trust me, I spent hours putting that together. The problem with that argument is that we're not allowed to take them off when we're out of stock. So everybody was like, "Yeah, we didn't got that game. We don't got that game. We don't got but, that." Game. But that's the we thing, like, like you like, just have to say, like, like it's just stupid because then people think you have it because it's right. there, and and you I tell them you don't think. You well, you got the box out there, and it's just like, 
Yeah, but exactly. We, and even in the boxes for display only. Right. They don't read that because it's small enough. You just grab it and walk up. But every time I can't tell you how many people were so mad at us, but because we why is it on the wall? Well, we're supposed to have it out there because you know why? Because we can see if it's in another store. We can order it online. We can. No, I want it right now. Well, I'm sorry. Guess what? You're shit out of luck. You know, you you grab the case for a game, so we can keep it wrapped behind the counter, and guess what? We're out of it. You don't know that because you grabbed it in the case. Now, I do agree that you could easily rectify that situation by taking the, that case off the wall, but we weren't allowed to. You know, right. it was my job. I was getting paid to make sure that that stays where it's at. Now, granted, after the holidays, they realized the error of their ways, and we went back to the old way of gutting copies and putting it on the wall. I, um, because less people complain about that stuff. Because now it's more like, well, if you see it on the wall, I have it. Right. You know, and <laughs> but, but that's the thing. Like, like, like it's 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 that argument. There's always that one person that's just like, well, we'll be blue in the face, just arguing with you, red in the face, arguing with you, saying, you know, like, well, well you know, blah blah blah. And you're like, but it's well, I it's. Mean, I, I, I look this guy dead in his face. I'm like, so what does it consist of? It being new to you, like the game hasn't been touched. I'll show you the disc. There's no scratches on it. What makes it new to you, sir, is the fact that you get to unwrap it. If you want, I have some bubble wrap in the back, you know, for cell phones and stuff. I can slide that that case right in here with the game and on seal it. That way, you get the excitement of opening it up yourself. And <laughs> well, that's a, <laughs> but that's the thing. Like, like to to some people's heads, like like it was opened and they don't know what you did with it. You can tell them it was never touched. It was just put in this little envelope, put in this drawer for, you know, the last copy when, you know, when it's time and you're the lucky, you're the unlucky, you're lucky one that gets the last copy, you know, right. because, because I know when I go in the GameStop and they go, we, we only have the one copy and we, it's, it's not in the cellophane. I'm like, I don't care. Like, you know, kind of thing. the only, the only time, the only time it pissed me off is when we were, uh, one game I bought, it was for my wife. It was for Christmas. I couldn't find it anywhere else. It had the GameStop. The only problem is they didn't have the box. Because right, I, I, I'm not a fan of that. Punk kids stole the box thinking the game was inside. You right. know, and the guy and the guy who worked there the, the, at the GameStop said he told the kids like, "Don't steal the boxes. Their games aren't in there. We we have them behind the shelf. We have them behind the door." You you can't you can't you think but they were stupid they took the box they ran off with the box yeah they I, I lose a box every now and again uh, the only thing that annoys me more than that is when someone comes in to trade games without cases yeah I'm like I, what do you do with I, them like right they probably open up and they toss them and I'm like like I had a guy the other day bring in games for trade he didn't have the cases but he had the cover art <laughs> and, and I'm like where's the you had cases for all the other ones. Now, granted, if a case gets damaged, fine, whatever. We can replace that. But some people do want the artwork, you know. But if I mean, I, I would, I would trade it. I'm always tempted when a person brings in like more than five games without cases. I just immediately want to defect them all out and get them like less than what they're because I'm I don't want to do that fucking work because right. I got to make cases for each one. I got to means I got to print. And then there's a the possibility of it sitting on a shelf because someone's gonna come by and go, oh, you don't have the original cover art. So therefore, I'm not going to buy it. Where I might have five in the drawer that might have the original cover art. Like you got to take, you know, yeah. <laughs> it's it's like you got to like 
well, do I change it and put the cover art out there and then maybe someone's stupid enough to think the game's actually in there and they run off with the game? Or do I just keep it as is and hope that somebody doesn't care? And some most people don't care, if, to be honest. But this one guy was just like, well, why? I, I want it new. I was like, well, look, sorry. Guess what? I ain't fucking gotten it. I can see if it's in another store. You're more than welcome to travel. Guess where? It's here, 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 and here. You know, and once I mentioned one mall, they're like, oh, I'm not going to that mall because they're afraid for their life. And I'm like, well, I don't blame you. Guess what? Maybe you should take this one. <laughs> you know, <laughs> oh, <laughs> you won't get a case of lead poisoning from from here. Did, you know, did he buy it? Um, I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> because because the, there's a there's a moment where i have a conversation with somebody and i will visibly punch out i'll be like yeah i'm not t- you know what you can handle this and i'll just walk away i'm just i don't think he did i think we had it in his hand i think we we i don't know you know what i didn't even pull it out of the drawer now that i think about it because he was too busy complaining i'm like well sir you can hear it that's you know my co-worker he printed out a list of all the stores that I had it in and I looked at the list I was like, look you might want to call them because if it says low stock they might only have like one copy so guess what it's there but you're going to be in the same position that you're in here now like or if you want to wait a couple days I will have it ordered right from our warehouse and you guarantee you it'll be it'll probably there's a 50-50 shot that I'll be sealed <laughs> you <know>? <laughs> <laughs> yeah better odds now of being sealed than now <laughs> but, and I say that because the system, the way it works, is like if there's a store in the area that is close to him that has it in stock, we'll do what's called a ship from um, a ship from store order, where I'll pull it, throw it in an envelope, print it a FedEx label onto it, and ship it out. So it might not be sealed if it's my last copy. They don't tend to do that with the last copies, so it's 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 there's a better chance of you getting a sealed original case copy if you did the buy online pick up in store I mean the the ship from store option (laughs) you know I'm just like the things I have to go through to get for entertainment (laughs) 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 I mean most let's see my 4th of July was um, I I would like to say uneventful but Ed you're fading out well bad You there? I think we lost him, folks. He's not responding. I think he's. I think he's gone. I think the fuck customer got him. <laughs> Nothing at all. We lost him. Did you? I mean, can you hear me now? Now I can hear you now. Now you're back. He's back, folks. Better than ever. Phone. Yeah. Because I have the wire plugged in and I spun it a little bit I now I hear myself right now. you can hear yourself but you're, yeah. you're you're fine now like this this is the best you've ever been <laughs> right can you hear me now better yes okay. yes Verizon guy I can hear you now alright so what I said Ed is I my future life comes down to this I am so fucking tired of living in this neighborhood <laughs> I fireworks um, I, if you want to call it that, sure. I would call it bombing of the Northeast Philadelphia. 
<laughs> I mean, I, I've had the same experience as you have uh, in my neighborhood, you know, and it, it, it sounds like a war zone because like, everybody now has like fireworks. And right, They're, they passed a law where any Tom, Dick, and Harry with a lighter can buy fucking fireworks. And there's people out there who I can't even tie their own fucking shoes out there. You're you're fading out, out again. Oh my god. <laughs> No. Am I am I there? You're you're close. You can close her. Can you hear me now? I can hear you now perfectly. Perfectly? Yes. I'm not going to move. I am not moving. So if it fades, uh, I'm I'm going to have to get another headset cuz that's the only thing I could think of. Okay. <laughs> uh, and I don't have another headset. Anyway, um anybody can buy fireworks here. Now I know some places and this I will. I guess I should kind of realize that this time last year, everyone was locked in a house. Mm-hmm. So now that restrictions have loosened up a little bit, everyone's going buck wild. It's the, it's the. Um, I have been on a diet for so long now. I'm going to binge right. my enjoyment. Um, <clears throat> the problem is, is that there are laws about buying the fireworks that nobody's paying attention to. Like, it's supposed to be done, and, it, you know, you can buy a firework, but they want it to be 150 feet away from a car or a house. <laughs> right. And, and yet, some douchebag, I, 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 here, I'm going to paint, here's no shirt, shorts, maybe barefoot, definitely has got a cigarette hanging out of his mouth. <laughs> Going in the middle of the street, lighting fireworks off, and they're just... Like right over their house or their neighbor's house because they don't have the clearance to get higher. You need to pack those things to so they can go high. Right. These are not going high because they're not professionally, they're store bought. So I'm standing in the middle of, you know, my home and it's just everyone's blowing shit up. Uh huh. The problem I'm having is I, I we got dogs, um, and those dogs need to go for a walk. Now I don't. I'm sure we probably have talked about this in the show at some point in time, but many, many, many years ago, I was at a, a fireworks show um, in Jersey, and we were there, my friends and I, and they were doing the fireworks things and the fireworks just felt like they were just too low. You know how you just feel that something's wrong? Mm -hmm. Well, I looked out into the field and I saw that the tubes that the fireworks were coming out with, coming down out of, Mm -hmm. fell over, pointed right at us. (laughs) So we actually got hit with some fireworks. Wow. Um, Now, I got lucky. My friends and I, we all pretty much, I'm going to say that because of the weight of the thing hit the ground, but it hits the ground, it still explodes. Right. I got got hit in the corner of my mouth, um, like where my lips are. And for like a a little while, I had like a a burn hole, like like someone hit me with a a cigarette Uh thing. Um, For for some time until it healed up. It healed up fine. But there were people getting carted away in ambulances and stuff like that so ever since then I've always been I like to go to fireworks the old fashioned way by watching it on TV <laughs> yes you know because of that and and 
this year because of the this, this, the way people are just willy nilly firing shooting off fireworks, I was getting a little. I, I don't want to say PTSD because that just seems like I'm belittling the people who have have it. Yeah, I definitely feel like I was a nervous wreck every time something went off. I kind of like flinched, you know. Mm-hmm. So it was definitely like it was affecting me in some way, shape, or form. Now we got a little dog, you know. We got two dogs. Um, Ripley is. We, I took I took her out for a walk, and I was, and I wanted to get her out before it went batshit crazy. But it, the moment it turned a little dim outside, yeah. Like, yeah, it's... hey, let's shoot, let's shoot off color, colorful fireworks in the setting sun where we can't really see anything. But that's not going to stop anything. So right away, like when I take the dog out for a walk, she was, she was a, a brave little trooper, is the best way I could put it. She, we, we did her walk. Um, the problem I had was that there was like the next block up, there was people having a party. So there was, their car was on the sidewalk and I had to almost like walk the dog. Like no one got out of our way. Uh-huh. You know, it was just, it was just, they were just um, rude, ignorant people. They were shooting off fireworks, not regardless of anyone's feelings or anyone's emotional state. Cause I know that, you know, people say like when you fireworks, dogs aren't, they don't know what's going on and and our other dog was a little scaredy cat you know he was cowering in in the room you know not cowering but definitely like balled up in the room like Mm. not one to be you know find a nice quiet spot and let him lay there you know ripley we took our walk came back in i kind of had like a little bit of a breakdown because they were just so close and just going right off like like again had those flashes. you're you're starting to you're starting to fade out now You're, you're a little better. Is, is that better? Yes. Okay. Um, started having those 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 flashbacks, so to speak, of the fireworks just hanging way too low than they should have. Yeah. So that was that was that was my Fourth of July. <laughs> I was like, oh. I, I I got something something similar to yours. I two doors down. Like of course, I mean, all my neighbors they're going off you back of my house you know the other side of the you know in front of my house the other down the street you can hear every which direction you can see them, and you can see them you know kind of thing and i'm i'm watching tv down in my basement you know just hanging out and my wife's upstairs and she's yelling she goes the neighbors are trying to set the, the electrical wires on fire and i'm like what like, you know so you go up and see you know like oh, what's going on right so i'm looking out and two doors down from my house there's these two kids. I know. I know exactly which house you're talking about. Yes. And what's what's funny is is that they're lighting them on the street. Now I live on a one way narrow street, so there's not much room yeah. in either direction. They have the unlit fireworks on the hood of the car, so they grab a thing and they walk out. Now the, there's two kids. It's just two kids. I don't see the adults. I don't know if, if the mother was around watching them. I don't know. You know, I, I I didn't get out of my house. I was just looking from my window. I felt like I felt like uh, Gene Wilder in uh, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory when he was like, "No, wait, stop," because I wanted to see something horrific to happen. <laughs> right. Because the distance between where they were lighting it and then where the unlit fireworks were was too close. And I'm, a couple times I did say to my wife, "I think I should go down there and just tell them, hey, you know what? As a tip." Don't have the unlit fireworks too close to the lit ones. 
because the sparks were going. They, there were those ones that would spark. I'd like to, you, you'd just see them spark away, like making that noise. And they were really sparking really close to it. I'm just waiting and waiting and waiting. And they're, they're not wearing shoes, neither one of them. You know, they're in shorts and a T-shirt. And the kid, the, the younger kid's lighting them up. It's not like the older kid who's, who's like, I think, like 17 or 18 years old. He's, you know, definitely an older teenager would be the more responsible one. No, it's like the eight-year-old is lighting them up, eight to ten, I guess he is. Like, he gives it to the kids young. And, and, and like, he's the one lighting them up the, to the point where there was smoke. I'm like, an, and I think they had a broom and they set the broom on fire. <laughs> so, so, so I, I don't know if they had still had fireworks left. I don't think so because they took the, this is, this is the thing that made me laugh the most. They took the plastic bag and they took the broom that was half burnt and they swept up. I mean, at least they cleaned up the thing. I like they're cleaning up. They swept up and they scooped it and put it in the plastic bag, the hot coals. <laughs> Unbelievable. And they took it to their house. And I'm laughing because I'm thinking, that might cause a fire. I'm like, well, it's not my house. It's not the one. Like, I, it's, we, I live in a twin, so I'm like, it's not the other side of my twin, so I'm, I'm good. <laughs> like unless unless it's a rager i'm 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 okay you know like that's that's all i can think about like the whole time you know and i'm like and i'm like and i kept like looking like going is it happening this is it catching fire and it didn't i i guess i guess it went out like or, or they must have maybe put it in water but maybe they were smart i don't know maybe the mother's like you know like put it in something that you know thing or they left it out in the, in the driver or something like that but like like it was really close to their car and i'm thinking you know, one good spark on that car would even probably catch on fire. You know, it's yeah. like, you know, like, cause it wasn't like just like one or two, like, you know, it's like, it's like hundreds of those things like crackling and, and, and flashing in a, in a, in a quick heat, you know, type of thing. And you're going, that is way too close to that car. Cause they were not going like the, the, he would, they would light it up and he would sit on the hood of the car. And I'm like, there's no way that like, that's a good distance away from his car, you know, kind of thing. Cause there's a couple of times he jumped like he, the, 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 they got so close. He, he had to run because they were hitting him in the face, you know, like that's how bad it was getting. And I'm like, Oh, this is, this is not, this is not good at all. But to me, the only thing that was weird about it in my neighborhood was it ended kind of early. It was like it was like eleven o'clock, and they were all done. And I was like, I'm like, is there an ordinance or something that that maybe you know they that like cops are stopping them or something? Because all of a sudden, like everybody was done, and it was like quiet. And I was just like, that is so weird, you know, kind of thing. Though any other night now, because they're still been going off every night. That's that's the other thing. Like in my neighborhood, people. People, I'm, I'm like, I'm like what, what they they have a run of this? Like, they just keep running to the fireworks place to buy fireworks, and they're like buying them every night because like somebody's lighting them up like every night. I'm like, it's Fourth of July was like days ago. It's over, yeah, you know. It's just like any holiday. Everything goes half price the next day. Yeah, <laughs> it's been half price though for the last, the last few days. But even before Fourth of July, it's been they've been going off, and you're like, and you're like. And it's like two o'clock in the morning. It's like, give it a break. Like, come on. It's two o'clock in the morning. There's, there's gotta be a, there's gotta be a time limit on this, you know, like, come on, you know, now 4th of July for us was a Sunday, you know, here in the United States. So I'm like, you know, like, I think there's like a curfew, like 1030 or something like that, like with loud noises and stuff. Like, I think you can have people like call the police and tell them, you know, I mean, I don't know what it is for holidays. I don't know if it's different, but I, you know. So I don't I don't know if, if that's the reason why you know people were scared and they didn't want to you know uh, 
I think it's more like they're just so stupid they fucking blew their wad earlier in the evening. So they're like, oh, we ain't got no more. Right, because they say because it, it, I mean, it was like you. Yeah, it was like like as soon as as soon as it got dim, as, as soon as as soon as you saw the sun like fading out, like kind of thing. It was like still light out. The fireworks were going off. It's like already, like like, you like, know, like another hour. You have, at least you have a playground not that far from you. So if they wanted to, they could have gone to that field. And they could have lit it off. Now I'm guaranteeing that there's probably a bunch of other people in that field doing the exact same thing. But oh yeah, there I is have... because because people do actually other other families do go to like watch them do this, you know, kind of thing. Because I've driven by it like at, at times, and I've seen I've seen families like like go over and watch people light fireworks and on those fields. And I'm thinking, <laughs> I was like, I don't think they're really here to watch fireworks. I'm th- I think they're watching to see if somebody gets hurt, like. <laughs> right, like all I could think of that on on Fourth of July was that today someone's gonna lose a finger. Right, like it's just because they're just fucking morons out there. Just, I, I mean, I'm like, oh, this is not gonna. And you know, I'm sitting in the back going, I hope nothing happens to the rental car. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't have my car at the time. I was like, oh no, oh, you know, I just, I don't. Uh, just tired of this neighborhood. <laughs> tired of this town. <laughs> I, I need a change, Ed. I need. I need a change. <laughs> um. Also, to go back, we haven't really talked to. Well, else I've been doing. I've been actually. I picked. <laughs> I'm back to watching Gotham again. Um. Because <laughs> I realized I, I I stopped for a little bit because I was watching some Bond movies because I, I picked up the Bond series and I was doing that at night and I'm glad I picked it back up because season four I know there's like another half a season after season four season four is probably my favorite season of all because it brought back Jerome it, you know the, their Joker version yeah. um, they brought in Ra's al Ghul you know and then it, it felt very like I'm going to say it like this um I stopped taking the show seriously because I don't think the show took itself seriously. And right. I feel like once I was okay with that, maybe this is like the the, the modern-day Batman 66. <laughs> yeah. You know, I was able to kind of enjoy it. I mean, the joke, the guy who's playing a Joker, as much as I liked him in the earlier seasons, this season he's kind of gotten a little bit over the top with his acting. Um, but I'm like, all right, he's not in every episode, so I can kind of tolerate it. Um, the, the kid who plays... Jerome, or um, um, we call it his twin, bro- both him and his twin brother. It's it's the same actor, Cameron Monaghan, I think his name is. Mm-hmm. Um, just knocks, just crushes it every time he's he's in it. Now he's the um, he play he's his twin brother's Joker, the smart, crazy one now, not the wild dog version of the Joker. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm like, it's really really good. And they just brought in, I think the season ends with. Uh, um, basically no man's land where they all fucking the Gotham kind of goes up in flames. Um, that's what it's leading to. Cause, uh, I'm like, it, it, it's really good. It's, it, it's kind of like, Oh, I'm really enjoying this. It's a shame that it, it kind of hit the ground running in it's pretty much last season. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> You know, like I'm looking forward to finishing this season and getting, you know, to get it done. But I mean, I'll be honest, having separated myself from it, from the, from the first time, the first run and being a little less critical of it, it actually isn't that bad of a series. Once you get past the 
okay, had this been really a Batman story, none of he'd be punching old people at this point. Um, but I, I, I'm like, all right, I, it's it's enjoyable because now, like in in the last episode, I had not only did they have Joker, they, well, I mean, I use Joker with air quotes, but they had Penguin, Riddler, Mister Freeze, Firefly, Mad Hatter. Hmm. Um, Scarecrow. I mean, it was legitimately like the 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 Injustice League, kind of just all sitting there, you know. And I'm like, this is actually kind of cool because the the character designs are 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 pretty awesome. And I'm like, all right, kind of digging this. Like, it felt like it was more like a like I don't even think I even saw Bruce Wayne in that entire episode, or Gordon. I think maybe I saw him like once or twice because hmm. he's he's kind of the glue to the series. Because I know it's Gotham. It's not Batman. It's not, you know, Gordon, the series. It's, it's you know, but it's, it actually is. I'm going to say you pretty much could maybe skip season one and two. Probably. After they got rid of Fish Mooney. It feels like after they got rid of Fish Mooney, they actually felt like, like they could afford to do more. <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, outside of that, I haven't really done much. Um so, I grabbed a couple articles, but I know we got... Actually, that's not true. Um, video games, video games. Have I done anything video game-wise? I've been playing a lot of NHL 21, if that hmm. matters to anybody. <laughs> <laughs> the only problem I have with the game is I am doing the, you know, uh, career mode. Uh-huh. And it's the same kind of complaint that I have. Well, when I play NBA, I don't really... Sure, I'd want to be on the Sixers, but I'm always I'm always on the Utah Jazz. <laughs> for this, for for NHL, I I'm so close to being on the Flyers. I'm actually on the New York Rangers, and it crushes my soul. Yeah. <laughs> Every time I'm on the ice, I'm like, maybe I should have taken a chance and asked for a transfer beginning of my season. <laughs> like, like, no, no, I'll wait. I'll wait. Let me let me just. I'll wait till mid-season and ask for a transfer. Get asked to be traded. <laughs> <laughs> See, gotta get some points on the board, make myself a little bit more like a, like an appealing catch. <laughs> and a, 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 a player of value is basically right. what. Yeah. You know, I'm I'm really my I, I'm I'm in line for the Calder Cup already. You know, like, and I'm like, all right, I think I can. I, I might have a little, couple bargaining chips here. <laughs> You know, I mean, that's my big, uh, uh, that's what I've been doing on my days off, <laughs> hockey and Gotham. <laughs> so I don't know. And I, because of, because I don't go out much anymore, I really, I mean, I know this is, it's, it's going to sound like a segue, but it's not, it's going to turn into one. I never know what's coming out on Blu-ray video anymore. Like I knew the long Halloween was coming out because you mentioned it mm. and I was, and I was off Tuesday and I wanted to go pick it up. But I also still want to pick up Godzilla versus Kong. Like, and I'm like, I'd rather like maybe I'll pick that up this weekend because to me that's the better of the two movies. Mm-hmm. You know, um, also the Long Halloween's got a second part coming out soon, so I'm like, <sighs> so I really do kind of sort of rely on the information that you supply to me. Go, oh, that's coming out. Maybe I should look into that. Like, I did just see the digital bits. This is you know since we're going into the DVD, yeah. That Star Trek, the original series, is celebrating its 55th anniversary this year. Yeah, and and to celebrate that, they actually put 
all three seasons in a steel book packaging for and a, and a collector set. I think f- on 4K. Mm-hmm. That's obviously not coming out this week, but they announced it, and I was like, "Oh, I already own the series, so fuck it." <laughs> <laughs> but Ed, what is coming out on video? Well, actually, what I'm going to do is I have three weeks worth of releases of the week that I want to share, and I'm not going to give you every one because you know, okay. but there's not that really that many, so I'm just going to kind of give you the best of. Uh, type of All thing right. because because first I'll start off with the the end of June June 29th um this last the last Tuesday of the month Battle Beyond the Stars is coming out on Blu-ray it's a 1980 film uh if if people don't know what that is it's you know when when Star Wars came out um it was the biggest hit ever uh, one of the biggest movies ever and people all movie studios were going we need to move, do like a Star Wars epic movie just like Star Wars or something like Star Wars. Bond went into space. You know, uh, there was other other you know iterations, Battlestar Galactica, Buck Rogers. There was all this stuff that was coming out. And Battle Beyond the Stars was one of the studio's um, answers to this. And it's a terrible movie, but it's a cult <laughs> classic. So It's the classic. <clears throat> we need something with the gravitas and the space technical wizardry of star star wars but with half the budget yes <laughs> and i don't think i don't think star wars had much of a budget to, 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 you know to, when they made it you know kind of thing but uh so that's that was that came out this the, the 29th so thing and uh, uh willy wonka and the chocolate factory came out on 4k uh on that day oh, okay uh then moving on to the uh six which is this past week um uh th- this one I just I thought it was interesting. I don't know if it's the first time on Blu-ray. I don't think so. But they do these Paramount presents. Paramount's trying to re-release some titles, uh, and and there's two of them. There's there's 48 hours and another 48 hours, and they're both coming out on Blu-ray as kind of like a Paramount. They're they kind of reissuing those, um, gotcha. type of thing. Uh, there's a documentary coming out called W007 for your eye for our eyes only. Um, it just came out last year. It's it's uh, you know it's of course about the novels and Ian Fleming and and the history of um, uh, a Bond basically so if, if uh, okay uh, from from the beginning from Doctor No to No Time to Die basically so uh, uh, you know like us uh, we like to have those um, uh, um, documentaries to watch especially with Bond right. so. as a as a Bond fan and that might be like that's something I put in my my collection yes. Um, and then we're getting a bunch of 4Ks that, that with this past week, which was Doctor Strange Love and how, uh, or how the I learned to stop uh, worrying about uh, love and the the bomb was coming out 4K. <laughs> I, I know I butchered that because I'm like reading it. And I'm like uh, that's not right. Um, and then Everybody Space Jam. Doctor Strange. Yeah, Doctor Strange Love's coming out. Uh, Space Jam is coming out 4K. Scott Pilgrim versus the World 4K. And Howard the Duck is getting a 4K release. So uh, if you're any 4K players out there. There you go. And then finally, if, coming if out... The, you, if you want a glorious piece of shit and the best audio and visual quality whatsoever, go pick up Howard the Duck. <laughs> there you go. All right. And then coming out the 13th of July, um, we have uh, Mortal Kombat is coming out. The HBO, when they came out on HBO during the pandemic, it's now coming out on 4K, Blu-ray, and DVD. So you can check it out if you didn't have HBO or were too afraid to go into theaters. Um, first time on Blu-ray, believe it or not. Um, well, actually, no, no, I'm sorry. 
not, we haven't gotten there yet. Uh, 4Ks, Almost Famous and Snatch. They're getting a 4K release. And there's a new SpongeBob movie coming out this week. Sponge, the SpongeBob movie, Sponge on the Run, is coming out this Tuesday. And also, if you don't have the other two, there is a three-movie pack collection coming out as well, the three SpongeBob movies. So if, uh, if you're a SpongeBob okay. fan and you don't have those movies, you can get that. But now for the first time on Blu-ray, believe it or not, uh, Saving Silverman is coming out on Blu-ray for the first time. Um, and Skin Deep. Uh, that's a kind of a cloak classic. Okay. I don't know if uh, everybody kind of knows that one. That's the uh, uh, condom. Everyone knows it because of one scene. Yes. I, I remember I went to the movie theater scene because I was um, a John Ritter fan. Mm-hmm. And for him to be in a movie, for him to – okay, he's passed many, many years ago. Um, but at the, at the height of his popularity, he was a famous TV star. Yes. Um, so – that didn't really quite break out in the movies. I mean, people might know him from Problem Child One and Two, um, the the Stay Tuned movie where he gets him and his wife get thrown into a TV show. I mean, uh, um, a, 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 he gets like a possessed TV, and they go through these channels. Oh, fading out. Um, How's that? That's good. Okay, I just pulled it out and pushed it back in. <laughs> 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 um, that's what she said. A, that's what he said. <laughs> um, he was in tuned out. Um, t- no, stay tuned. Uh-huh. Um, but he was in Skin Deep, and it was it was um, for those people who don't know, directed by Edward Blake, Blake Edwards, uh, who had like a string of hits in the eighties and maybe early nineties, uh, and. He, John Ritter plays like a single guy trying to find love, and there's this big. Everyone's seen it, and it's and this joke never would have happened if it wasn't for Star Wars, <laughs> <laughs> because he has a glow in the dark condom on, and he puts it on, and for like a good, I think ten minutes or five to ten minutes scene, it's pitch black, with the exception of this. I think it's red. Well, the, um, there, there's, there's two of them. Basically, he he meets this girl, and the girl has a boyfriend, and like uh-huh. she, she, he knows it, kind of thing. And he, they have glow in the dark condoms. She goes, yeah, he gets it for fun. So they turn the lights out. He gets naked. He has a red condom on. You know, he comes out, and you see it swinging around, basically. Right. And then his, he, he, she hears. They hear noise now. Of course, it's all in the dark. You know, I think is the condom kind of disappears. So you know what's happening. You know, you get the uh, idea of what's going on. And then all of a sudden, they hear something. So he goes, runs, and hides. And the the hu- the boyfriend or husband comes in, and they they're in, like they were fighting. So like they kind of thing. And the door opens, so you kind of see him a little bit. You know, kind of thing. And then the door closes, like he leaves. And then all of a sudden. He, John Ritter's comes back out now. Because again, it's all pitch black, so you all he sees is his, is his penis, you know, kind of thing that are glowing in the dark. But then the guy shows up in a blue penis <laughs> with a glow in the dark, ready to go, you know, like we're, let's have makeup sex, kind of thing. And of course, now he sees the red penis, <laughs> and the fight ensues. And now you see a fight going on, but all you see is <laughs> the penises, like flip around and, and it's, it's not, you don't actually see the penis what you see is just the glow in the dark condom condoms. yeah yeah but <laughs> but you know what it is basically because it's like all right it's, it's shaped like a penis yeah. 
<laughs> right. So yeah, so that's <laughs> that's coming up for the first time on Blu-ray Kids. Enjoy. Um, then we have a couple. These are like re-releases. These were already Blu-rays, but they're doing like a Blu-ray uh, digital combo pack on these kind of things. El Dorado, which is an old western. It's a, 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 a John Wayne western. Planes, chains, and automobiles. Uh, uh, Blu-ray and digital. Selma, uh, Scrooged. And the Warriors, so they're all coming out on Blu-ray and digital copy. And then, if you don't have any of these movies yet, and you figure, you know what, I wanted to wait for a pack. Here they are. There's an Ant-Man two movie collection coming out, a Guardians of the Galaxy two movie collection, Iron Man three movie collection, and a Thor three movie collection. These are all into their their respective collections of each one. So, if you're a fan of the Marvel movies, you don't have any of them. It's a cheaper way to get those. When I, they're not really that cheap though, because like the Thor was like forty some bucks. I was like, uh, that's well, a lot. Okay, I know that Voodoo has having a, a Marvel sale this week, probably because of Black Widow, mm. where a lot of their movies are like eight bucks a piece. Okay. A part of me wants to kind of. I, I know I have a couple of them on my iTunes account. They're, they didn't transfer over to Voodoo or Movies Anywhere because they're because Disney's kind of a jerk about it. Mm-hmm. So there's, there's a part of me. It's just like I really should just randomly when they start going on sale, buy them up. So that way I have the like, guy. I, I start collecting. You know, like when I don't, I don't, I don't what I don't have. I don't have Captain Marvel. Like mm-hmm. I never bought Captain Marvel. I have all the others. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just don't have that one. I'm like, well, maybe I should buy it for eight dollars digitally. Who the fuck's gonna care? <laughs> um, is that it for the videos? No, there's 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 two more, uh, and then okay. we'll go to video games. Um, I Dream of Genies coming out on Blu-ray, the complete series. Um, it's been around on DVD for a while. And the only reason why I make this make a big deal of this is because for some reason I don't know why, and I can tell you why. On Facebook, apparently I may, may be a fan of Barb and Eden. I don't know, but I keep seeing stuff about the blu-ray coming out and she's been talking about it and actually if you go to her fan site you can get a signed copy of i dream of jamie with her signature so it's you know something that you know if you if you're a big fan you know there's opportunity i I think she's also does it on dvd but blu-ray that's coming out this tuesday so you know you get to see it and finally pennyworth the show that nobody cares about (laughs) But it's about Batman. Season two is coming out this Tuesday on Blu-ray. It's not about Batman. It's not about Batman, but it's in the Batman universe. I, I started watching. Did I tell you I started watching that? No. I had a, um, I guess like a free trial, uh-huh. and I for like a month, I think, and I thought, okay, well, let me start watching Pennyworth because I know it's on Epics, and I started watching it, and I just, I just couldn't get into it. I just. Like I, my my level of giving a shit about Alfred Pennyworth in the '60s was not was nil, because it felt very felt very Austin Powerish to be honest, because <laughs> of the because of the accents and I you know they're just kind of like yeah cool hip and I'm like oh I'm out I'm out <laughs> you know and I also too I kind of like the guy who plays Alfred in Gotham is. Uh, Sean Pert- Pertwee, I think his name is. Mm-hmm. I like him. He's really good. And I'm just like, all right, well, I already have my Alfred. Him. I don't need to see another Alfred, a young Alfred. And is it supposed to tie into the Gotham TV show? Because 
I don't I don't see that happening, but uh, all right, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what else you got there, Ed? Uh, let's move on to video games. We have uh, Curve Space, developed by only by Midnight and published by Maximum Games for the Switch, and that's coming out Ju- Tuesday, July thirteenth. Uh, then we have Where the Heart Leads, uh, developed and published by uh, a mature studio for the PS4 and PS5, and that's coming out on Tuesday the 13th. Then we have Lost at Sea, developed by Studio Fizbin and published by Head Up for the PS5, Xbox Series XS, and X for the PC for Thursday the July 15th. F1 2021, developed by Codemasters and published by Electronics Art for the PS4, PS5, Xbox One, Xbox Series X, and PC, and that's coming out Friday, July 16th. Then we have Observer System Redo, developed and published by Blooper Team for the PS4 and Xbox One, and that's on Friday, July 16th. Then we have Space Jam, a new legacy, published by Xbox Game Studios. And it's published, uh, it's for the Xbox Series S and X and Xbox One. And that's on Friday, July 16th. And the legend, finally, The Legend of Zelda Skyward Sword HD. Let me try it again. The Legend of Zelda Skyward Sword HD, developed and published by Nintendo for the Switch. And that'll be on Friday, July 16th. And that is all the video games out coming out next week for you to enjoy. Since you brought up the Switch, apparently it was announced. Uh, that there's the, a new Nintendo Switch coming out in October. Uh, it's the Switch OLED model. Uh-huh. Um, it's going to be 350 bucks, but it, it adds a seven-inch screen OLED screen, as well as an adjustable kickstand, enhanced audio, 64 gigs of internal internal storage, as opposed to the uh, 32 that's already on the system, and a wired LAN support dock in the back. For like, I'm like really. I mean, I know that people still do land, like land gaming because it's supposed to be a, um, no lag. It's a pure, you know, everything's better when you plug it in. I guess it's nothing um, beats the hardwire. I I've we've I've had several conversations with this because a lot of gamers will ask me, you know, oh, you know a lot about computers. I'm like, yeah, you know, like like you know, like what do you need to know? And they're like, yeah, I got a network, blah blah blah. And they got the whole thing. And you know, and I'm, 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 you know, I'm, I'm really trying to, you know, get get an edge up on everything. And I'm like, okay, you know, well, you know, it's like, well, how do I get a better connection? And I'm like, well, obviously, you get, you know, like the fastest speed you can, you know, whatever system, you know, and a thing. But like, hardwire, don't don't Wi-Fi, you know, kind of thing. And it makes it makes a huge right. difference, and it does, like, you know, and it might be like the spl- a split second, but it's like that split second that you know, make, make the difference between you shooting somebody or you getting like lagged and like wiped out, you know? <laughs> so, right. but you know, so I, I wouldn't not, I wouldn't, you know, you know, I, I, I get it. Like, like everything's Wi-Fi now and you're going like, you know, especially, especially like something like the switch where it's more of like a portable system, you know, kind of thing. Cause it's like, yeah, it does have a docking station. You can hook it up to your TV, but like a lot of times, like a lot of kids will do is they'll just, carry it wherever they're going in the car or you know um uh, you know or waiting somewhere and they, they'll keep the kids quiet by uh uh putting the you know put, having having that handheld and they have the full experience and you know so even adults you know too like that you know they, they could sure you know sure but i mean you're paying an extra 50 bucks for the same hardware just a bigger screen yeah like i it's like where's 
like you've had the system out for like three, four years now, I think maybe at this point, and your big your big leap in technology is we're going to give you a bigger screen and a LAN port. Have you does have you done anything about the Joy-Con drift that happens? Have you done any new software for it? That's great. It's the same screen, just bigger. <laughs> oh, so it's but, not 4K. No, it's um, OLED. I don't know what OLED means, but that's 4K. It is it. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I think so. All right, and I'm gonna have to look it up now. Uh, No, OLD is organic light emitting diodes. However, it does not. It do not rely on backlights. Instead, it's self lit pixels. The pixels on OLED display work on a pixel by pixel basis, meaning that it will only let up where there is an image to display, thus creating a better contrast than an LCD screen and has a lower power consumption. So it's not a 4K screen. I, I know, I know, it's I know it's a higher quality screen than the standard like you know LCD type of screen. Sure. So you know, so it's it's, it's a, a massive improvement you know overall. It's 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 sure it's an improvement. I mean you know why not? You know it's the screen is an improvement, especially if more people are doing it handheld. But I I don't know. I just, I guess we'll you know, I guess we'll figure it out when it comes out. When it comes out, is the uh, is a Nintendo Switch OLED screen a significant update? Um, unfortunately, the new Nintendo Switch model will not feature an improved processor, meaning it won't be able to put output in 4K. It would also use the same Joy-Cons as before, suggesting that the persistent issues like Joy-Con drift will not be addressed with this new model. That makes the OLED, OLED screen the main selling point for this new version for the Switch, which at 350 bucks may be too much exist for existing Switch owners. Either way, we'll have a better idea with the Nintendo Switch OLED helpers releases October 8th. Well, that's the thing. Like, like you know, like, like look, remember the remember the DS, you know, and then the the DS XL, and like, like people think it would that sell? Like, it's larger. It's the same thing, but it's a larger version, and it's sold. Like, it. it, Well, sure. You know, so I mean, like some people, it's like I I think I mean I don't think it's going to be like they're huge. You know, like oh my god, like finally they're like now now switch shells are going to go through the roof. Of course, though. The way the way PS Five is, uh, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if 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 uh, if Nintendo makes more money off of this because they're you know they're tired of people you know if I can't get a PS Five at least I can get a bigger Switch. <laughs> yeah, sure. I mean, yeah. like, look, I'm not gonna I, now. I mean, if you think about it, Nintendo now has their Switch, which again just makes me feel like they are totally not giving a shit about the three the three DS the two DS. They're all dead systems. Nintendo only gives a shit. You faded out. Can you hear me now? I can hear you now. Go ahead. All right. Nintendo only cares about one system, their Switch. Yeah. Basically, you now have three versions. You got the Switch Lite, which is smaller than the Switch. And now you're going to have the new Switch XL. Yeah. Is basically what I'm going to call it. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Basically, you're right. And, you know, that's, and that's, you know, that's the. And, and, and you're going to look at 200, 300, and 350, respectively. Yeah. You know, people will be like, well, for 350 bucks, I can get a, I can get a Switch, bigger screen. Sure. More memory. I mean, the 64 gigs, I think, is a, a vast improvement than the original model, 32 gigs. Because not a. It just, it surprises me that Nintendo would have thought 
didn't think about that beginning because some games like Breath of the Wild are big games, take up a lot of gigs. Mm -hmm. Um, But, all right, well, I mean, I guess we'll find that in October. You know, just in time for the holidays, Ed. (laughs) (laughs) So, all right, I got some news articles. Okay. Um, First off, apparently Universal's Jaws reboot pitch got a firm no from Steven Spielberg. Oh, thank God. Um, this goes back um, this before before Fourth of July, ironically. Uh, Universal was seemingly interested in bringing Jaws franchise back to life with Steven Spielberg as a producer. Um, but Steven Spielberg, the director behind the original, basically uh, made certain that the idea was dead in the water. It appears to be over his dead over his dead body type of situation. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God, so so as soon as he dies, they're going to be like, yeah, all right, it's time to try to reboot that, you know. Right, recently revealed that Steven Spielberg's company, Amblin, signed a deal with Netflix, and under the pact, Amblin will produce several movies a year for the streaming service. Um, obviously, it's awesome, but considering how Spielberg was kind of anti-Netflix for a little while back, if you think about it, he felt like um, watching a movie on the small screen wasn't comparable to watching it in the theaters, especially when it came time to Oscars and stuff. Um, this is remarkable to give that Spielberg has been very critical of Netflix in the past, but buried within one of the reports covering the news was the Jaws tidbit. Per the report, uh, Universal broached, approached the subject to reboot Spielberg's break, uh, breakout classic, which uh, with Spielberg producing. The answer was said to be a firm no. <laughs> <laughs> like, so, hey, Steven, would you like to... Look, we're thinking, here's out. Yeah, movie Jaws, kind of huge. It's big. It's an iconic movie. How do you feel about us remaking it? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we, you know, we got the technology now. We don't have to do the live shark. You know, we don't do the kind of shark anymore. But we can do, you know, CGI sharks. You know, it worked for this movie. It worked for this movie. No, 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 and double no. <laughs> I already have to worry about one special effect, Indiana Jones. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, with the, speaking of Spielberg with the with the Netflix thing, and, and there's the thing like like a lot of those old guys, because he's getting up there now. Um, you know, they they they, they, they their mentality would like never changes because they they made money basically on the big screen. So like Netflix to them is a threat. Cause it's like, you know, like, it's like, you know, sure. you know, like, wait, like, cause there's like Netflix doesn't share anything. So you don't know who's watching what, so you don't get the numbers. I'm, I mean, I don't know if they'll share it with Spielberg or not. Like, I'm, I'm sure they would. I'm, I'm, I'm sure he's going to be like, well, how many people saw it? Or, you know, like what's the numbers? Because, oh yeah. I'm sure if you're going to knock on Steven Spielberg's door to be like, Hey, you want to come work for us for a little bit? There's going to be someone going like, look, you, th- this is what you think here's what the actual numbers are and with that number you get a cut of like i I, i'm gonna assume that's how it would work netflix goes to somebody and say hey would you like to make a movie for us would you like to work for us you'll get a percentage of the what we take in right you know or maybe we give you a flat fee of like you know like an actor's fee like let's say 20 20 million dollars but it's the same like 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 i'm sure that's what netflix would prefer like you know getting a flat fee you know type of thing but i mean like you know like I, I could see somebody going, you know what? I want a piece of everybody's 
you know, like everybody who sees it, I want like a percentage of whatever it is. Like, like whatever their monthly thing is, I want a percentage of that. Like, I don't know how, what it is. It could be like 1% or half a percent or something like that. Like something small. Right. But you know, if, if, if you have like 40 million people watching it, you know, like it's like, boom, you know, like it's, it's going to be huge, you know, like I think. And, you know, if, and if you have it a p- period of, you know, eight months, cause you know, what, what do theaters get two? You know, at most anymore. Yeah, maybe three at this point. Right, two three months. That's all they get in the theaters, and then it's gone. You know, kind of thing. Or sometimes if it's a if it's a hit that that they could still milk money off of, they'll put it in a smaller screen, but they'll still make money off of it. That then, then they'll do it that way. But a lot of, a lot of movies like they'll just they just die out, like they're gone, and then you you know have to either wait for a video or or, or now a streaming service to pick it up, and and then and then watch it that way. But like. Like here, it's like if it goes right to Netflix or whatever, people and like like a lot of people watch it the first day, you know, kind of thing. So it's it's probably a bigger number that people watch on Netflix versus going to the theater, especially now with the pandemic. But I mean, before, like I'm sure like before, you know, like I'm sure a lot more people watch on Netflix than, you know, uh, um uh, you know, go to the theater because it's like, oh, I could sit at my house. I can, you know, I can lie around. I can wear what I want. I can, you know, have any snack I want. I'm not going to spend a fortune, you know, on popcorn right. and soda, you know, kind of thing. And I can have a healthy snack or a different type of snack that's going to be cheaper, you know, kind of thing. So, you know, they say like it all, it all balances out like, you know, and, 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 you know, so I'm, I'm sure a lot of filmmakers are going, Hey, there's something to this. Like we could probably make a lot more money just putting on a streaming service versus putting it out in a theater. And that's why like I think a lot of movie theaters are scared, you know, like kind of thing. That's that's because that's that's the word's been going on since we've been uh, watching it though. But uh, I'm glad though he he said no to the reboot. That's uh whew. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> um but since I mentioned it, um apparently Harrison Ford sustained a shoulder injury on the set of the Indiana Jones five a couple weeks back. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it required him to take a hiatus from filming for a little bit. Uh, in the meantime, the director, James Marangold will continue to shoot without him. A uh, Disney spokesperson said, cause he's, you know, known by Disney now in the course of rehearsing for a fight scene, Harrison Ford sustained an injury involving his shoulder. Uh, production will continue with the appropriate course of treatment is evaluated and the filming schedule will be reconfigured as needed in the coming weeks. So uh, the extent of his injury is unknown, though it's hardly the first time he's hurt himself while making a movie. In the past, he suffered a serious back injury injury in the Temple of Doom and endured a leg trauma in the Star Wars The Force Awakens. Yeah, the Millennium Falcon door landed on his leg. Yes. <laughs> um, it's the Indiana Jones 5 began production earlier this, mo- uh, this month, meaning June uh, in the U.K., Plot details for the sequel haven't been announced yet, though the 78-year-old Ford is reprising his iconic role as the fedora-wearing swashbuckler archaeologist. Uh, Phoebe Waller-Bridge and Matt Mickelson will also co-star in the latest installment. Um, just as a reminder, the movie has been delayed several times and is currently scheduled to debut in theaters on July 29th, 2022. Wow. It's been almost 15 years after the fourth one. And more than four yes. decades. Holy shit. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Uh, since 1981's Raiders. Um, Spielberg, who directed the first four films in the franchise, was initially the set 
to direct the new one. However, he passed filmmaking reins. He passed them on to to Mangold, whose credits credits include Ford versus Ferrari and Logan in 2020. So, I didn't see Ford versus Ferrari. You did. You said yes. it was good. Though. Yes. Um, I think, and I've seen Logan. I thought that was really good. Um, so hopefully he'll be able to do something with this movie. <laughs> Hopefully, I I don't know. I saw he had dots on his face, so I think there's going to be a de aging at some sort. <laughs> oh, I'm I'm sure they you know they're going to have some flashback scenes with him because they you know because it's like geriatric <laughs> Jones is not is <laughs> not what you know why you go to the theater. Well, I mean, maybe I don't know. <laughs> I mean, the only thing I think of is maybe they'll have him like reshoot some stuff. I I feel like it's going to be one of those this belongs in a museum type thing where he does like a little adventure but he's got to be younger so do you old man (laughs) 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 you know I I, there's a part of me that kind of hopes that they pass the torch on to somebody you know I appreciate the Indiana Jones movies and I would like to see them carry on respectfully I just I don't know if I don't know fingers crossed (laughs) <laughs> I don't. I mean, uh, d- don't get me wrong. I, 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 I love, I love the Indiana Jones movies. I'm, I'm still, still, still fifty fifty on the last one. But anyway, um, I, I, I don't want him seeing. I really don't want him seeing to make another one. Like, I, like, like I'm like, I hope I'm like I'm hoping like this movie will redeem number four you know in a way like you go okay like now you end it on a high note end it like just don't make any more movies like right wait i feel like i kind of feel like at the end of the fourth one everyone kind of did the collective maybe they shouldn't have made that one yeah like and then someone went oh we gotta you can't end like that you kind of you gotta swing for the fences in this one and maybe hope for a home run because that that last movie is iffy. I mean, I've uh, as a fan of Indiana Jones, I appreciated the the first three. The third one to me is my favorite. Sean Connery and mm-hmm. Harrison Ford, my two favorite actors. But that fourth movie, within the first twenty minutes, I was cringing already. I'm going, oh, this is not going to be good. And <laughs> I, I, I oh, maybe I should revisit it. Like maybe now that it's out of my system, maybe I can go back and appreciate it. <laughs> no <laughs> I always tried that but then I think he jumps into a fridge and and, uh, and there's some swinging and vines and monkeys chasing after Shia LaBeouf I say there's 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 a, there's aspects of the movie that are good like I remember there was that one scene where he he swings and he missed the thing and he goes I thought I thought I thought it was longer or something like that and he lands in that truck you know, and the, and, the, and the fast. I thought that was good. You know, there's there's the scene where the river. You know, where where where, where Ox is like. You know, there was like three falls or something like that. And you know, and and they fall. That that was good. So it was a different thing. But then the alien thing at the end. You're going, oh, that was just that was just terrible. The fridge scene again, another terrible scene. You know, the swinging vine scene. You know, but there was there was like I said, like the the one where they the killer ants like ate that guy you know, clean to the bone. I mean, that was, that's like classic Indiana Jones right there, you know? So, right. 
But I mean, like I said, it's like it's iffy. But I'm like, all in all, it wasn't really that good of a movie. But it was like, you know, there was there were certain scenes you could take out of it going, that was good, that was good. But it's just like right. it wasn't enough to put it together and going, yeah, that was a really good movie overall. <laughs> it's like how I feel about Dark Knight. Um, where it's like, okay, I really just want to watch him be the Joker, and I just got to suffer through this part to get to the part that I like. Yeah, and then I then I like that part so much, I'm willing to to suffer through the next scene to get to the next Joker scene. Right. <laughs> right. All right. Um, since we're talking about um, old movies and all, apparently, Ed, one of my favorite movies. Uh, from the 90s an interview with a vampire mm-hmm. there's going to be a series coming to AMC in 2022 apparently really wait yes um, according to uh, resources sources Friday Night Lights writer will serve as a showrunner um, Anne Rice's interview with a vampire will be coming to AMC and AMC plus as a new series in 2022 um, according to a press release, uh, producer Mark Johnson, who previously worked on shows like Breaking Bad, Better Call Saul, and Halt and Catch Fire, will lead the development of a f- of the full Anne Rice collection that AMC has acquired. Uh, Friday Night's Lights' Roland Jones will serve as creator and showrunner for the for interview and will lead the eight-episode first season. Hmm. Uh, here's a quote. The challenge of adapting for television... The groundbreaking and immensely compelling work of Anne Rice is both intimidating and exhilarating. Um, in 1973, a grieving mother and an extraordinary writer began what become the finest vampire novel ever written, all respects to Mr. Stoker. Um, nearly 55 years later, we know what is expected of us. We know how much this book and the ones that follow mean to their massive fan base. Um AMC announced that it acquired the rights to Anne Rice's novel in 2020 and planned to turn the Vampire Chronicles into an interconnected TV universe. Hmm. Hmm. Um, the first book, Interview to Vampire, was um, started in 1976, by the way. Uh, the series premiered follows Lestat de Lioncourt, a French nobleman turned vampire who stars in several of Rice's vampire novels. Uh, obviously, the it was adapted to do a 1994 movie starring Tom Cruise. Mm-hmm. Um, AMC president and original programming Dan McDermott says the Anne Rice series will sit alongside The Walking Dead and an upcoming Agatha Christie adaptation as part of the growing library of franchises for the network. Hmm. Um, hmm. Given the number, the numerous spinoffs AMC has produced for The Walking Dead, the size of Anne Rice collection, the network seems eager to expand the vampire universe as far as it can go. Um, Meanwhile, AMC will continue to focus on developing movies and shows off popular franchises like The Walking Dead, which now includes three upcoming movies starring Andrew Lincoln's Rick Grimes. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm looking forward to it. I'll give it a shot. I like uh, I like those series. I'm interested to see who they cast, you know, but yeah, all right. I'm in. I'm into it. I'm into it, Ed. <laughs> I'll give it a shot. Sure. All right. So, um, Supernatural has been off the air for almost a season now. Mm-hmm. Um, and Jensen has gone off to, you know, be um, home their, their version of Captain America for the boys season three. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, he's now the voice of Batman. Right. Um, for that, and then Jared, and then um, Jared Padale- Jared Padalecki has gone off to become Texas Walker Ranger. I don't know if you knew that. Yes, I did. I okay. see. I see commercials because we we watch. We still watch. Uh, we, the Flash. We, Flash and uh, Legends of Tomorrow. We 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 like to be. Uh, uh, Hard on ourselves, <laughs> the torture ourselves. It's <laughs> well, well. Apparently, uh, not too long ago, there was a little bit of a. Right before you left on vacation, there was a little bit of a um, falling out between the two actors. Really? Maybe, possibly. Um, let's see. Uh, basically. Jared Padalecki took uh, co-star Jensen Eccles to task on Twitter for failing to give him the heads up about that just announced prequel spinoff. Let's see. I'm trying to think. I wish I... Where's the first article? I thought I had it. Maybe it's in the second article that I have. Because it kind of came and went. Um, (laughs) Ultimately, let's see. I agree. Talk. Uh, Uh... All right. Anyway, so what happened basically is that Jared J- um, Jensen and his wife have a production company, and they were talking in the works about doing a supernatural series prequel. Right. Um, when it got and it, they put it out on Twitter. Well, Jared heard the news via Twitter, and basically kind of retweeted and was like, "Yo, I, it sounds awesome. I wish I would have been notified before." Like through other means other than seeing it as a tweet and then uh, also somebody else wrote a positive tweet about it like oh it's going to be great and Jared basically did like an et tu brute kind of thing like dude you knew about it you didn't fucking tell me kind of thing <laughs> uh, so so for a while for maybe about a week I'm going to be honest about a week it seemed to be like oh my god like the the internet and the supernatural fans had like a fucking meltdown because for so many years you see the two of them for like 15 years you think they're thick as thieves and for this to kind of happen you're like oh my god the moment they split apart it's like well fuck you well fuck you kind of thing you know <laughs> <laughs> right so everyone of course the internet was all a buzz maybe not in your neck of the woods Ed but but in mine I mean it so it it got so bad that Jared had to actually tweet, "Hey world, thanks for the love. Please, please don't send any hate or threats. I care deeply about everybody involved, and would be tr- it, it, and would be in true misery if any of them were harmed or threatened." Wow. So, yeah, because it, it was like I said. Um, here is what he said: Pedalecki directed the following tweet. That Eccles, dude, happy for you. Wish I heard about it this some other way than Twitter. I'm excited to watch. But said that Sam Winchester had no involvement whatsoever. Um, then a fan contended that Pedalecki. You're, you're fading out again. Had got to be a bad joke, and he retweeted and he said, "No, it's not. This is the first I've heard about it. I'm gutted." <laughs> then. Pedalecki, who's on Walker, fired a third tweet, which has since been deleted at Robbie Thompson, who was the Supernatural co-executive producer who had penned the, the prospective series at Two Brute. Wow, what a truly awful thing you've done it, Red. Hashtag bravo you coward. Wow. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, um, 
but then, like I said, everything seems to go fine. Uh, the Winchester Press brothers have appeared to have smothered, smoothed things over just hours after calling out his former on-screen sibling, Jensen Eccles, for allegedly not telling about the in-the-works supernatural prequel project. Uh, Jared Padalecki know on Friday that things... You're were fading out again. ...to be punched out. Am I back? Slightly, but... How's that? That's still weak. I think we lost him. <laughs> there we go. There we go. All right. Uh, I'm definitely getting a new headset this week. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, I don't know where you where where I've you fell off, um, but hours after he posted that, um, the two of them apparently got together and that he let fans know on Friday that things are good between the on-time co-stars. He tweeted it. At Jensen Eccles and I had a great talk, as we do often, and things are good, uh, Pedalecki wrote in a tweet. The show is an early process with miles to go. We've traveled a lot of roads together, and sometimes those damn roads have bumps. Bumps don't stop us. Once brothers, always brothers. Uh, shortly after Pedalecki's tweet was posted, Eccles replied, Love you at Jaripad. Miss these talks. I forgot how much FaceTime we used to get, and I miss that too. I know you're busy, as am I, but you're still my brother. I miss you, pal. Um, series creator Eric Krepty also waited, uh, tweeting, Guys, when I wrote this, I assumed Jared knew I was wrong. He he wrote that's in reference to his original statement uh, about the spinoff that he was kind of jazzed about it. He's like, I already apologized to him. Both of them worked it out. I love them both like brothers. So... <laughs> huh. So just to let you know, everything is all right in 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 supernatural world. <laughs> I just think it's just it's one of those like just stories of like oh they're together and they're all friends and then something happens like of course they're going to want to make a, a spinoff like you have a, 50, a show that runs for fifteen years obviously someone thinks maybe they haven't come up with an idea but I I don't it's one of those things like whose sides do you like if you had to pick a side. Does Jared have to tell? Does Does Jensen have to tell Jared everything he plans on doing? The show's over. We're not working anymore. We're still friends, but I, my production company wants to do this. It's my production company. Something you do not work for. Therefore, why do I have to involve you into said could be production? It's not. It's in talks. It's not even an actual thing yet. But then Jared, I can also see Jared's perspective. Like, dude, we spent 15 years creating these characters and all. And if you're going to do a spinoff of some sort, I would at least, at least hear what your idea is, not hear it through some sort of social media, just so I could be like the first in on it and be like, oh, my God, that sounds great. Or, oh, my God, what about that? Or or maybe how about like a, oh, can I get a little some of that action? You know, because <laughs> if it's going to be, let's say, young Dean and Sam, which it can't be because Sam was in school while Dean was out killing monsters. So it would have to be before that. Like, shouldn't maybe Jared get a little something, something for the effort? <laughs> you know? <laughs> I mean, it, wow. You, you really went broad. Basically, what I would prefer is, like, like them, like, totally, like, it. it's the fight that, like, split them forever. You know, you're going, <laughs> holy crap, 15 years ago that they were, like, brothers, blah, 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 and this happened. I mean, that would make more of a juicy story than, 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 than the one we got. 
but I mean, it's it's like you know. But I'm, I'm like I'm like in a way you go. Well, there's two things, you know, like like you're right. Like you you know if you if you've been in a show for so long, like would be nice to have like hey you know what let's let's send out a message to the whole crew. Hey, we're doing this prequel, blah blah blah. Just letting you know. You know, whatever de- little details, keep it under your hat. But you know, we're we're gonna announce it and probably like tweet it like like right after that, like within like a day or something like that. You know, kind of thing. And then that way, that way, because like, because you know, like everybody, everybody who worked on that show now is getting asked about the prequel. Like, oh, what what, what do you think? Blah, blah blah. I just heard it on Twitter. Like, you know, like the, you know, like the, the, it's that kind of thing where you know, like it would been you know, like you know, it would have been nice for a heads up, you know, like you know, so that way if, if somebody asks me, I know because like some people might not even have Twitter going. Wait, they're doing what now? <laughs> like, you know, right. you, you know, like some public assistant or something like that, or some like actor that was on a few episodes, you know, like kind of thing, and they're you're like, oh, we know you from Supernatural. Did you, what do you think of the prequel series that they're going to do? They're going to do what now? Like. <laughs> like you know like like it's it's those kind of things but like but like it's just like you get to a point where it's just like you know you were you were i mean yeah great your friends and all but you were you got paid for your job your job's over now you're working on rockets texas ranger you know you've moved on like you know like he's he's doing this because i don't i don't i think he's looking more i think i'm I'm imagining jess jensen is looking for a more steadier gig than than bit parts like doing you know like a few episodes of uh of the boys season three, you know, like, you know, doing some voiceover work. I mean, you know, like, you know, uh, walk is Texas Ranger, you know, he's getting that job. So like, you know, Jensen's like, Hey, how about getting me on that show? <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I, I don't know. Like I look, I, I, I fully agree that I don't think they're making, they were making Seinfeld money. It's the fucking CW for God's sake. Yeah. Um, but I mean, you'd think, uh, uh, almost through more than 300 episodes you know they got a nice lucrative uh syndication deal All right um and and jared did do some directing in in the movie in the show a couple episodes more than a couple episodes he's directed so i mean he's got other and also not to mention acting i mean you then become a working actor but like for the last 15 years he had a steady gig now he actually has to work for his job right <laughs> You know, it's not like you have to can't go fingers crossed. Maybe are we be, are we gonna be picked up for another season? You know, I, I don't know how long his stint on the boys is gonna be because it's like, well, maybe he's gonna be on for one season. Maybe he'll be on for more than season. Maybe he'll be a permanent fixture. Right. I, I don't know. And, know. and that's the thing. It's like it's it's a huge gamble, and I, I and I don't think so. Like I don't I don't I don't see the Jensen Exel like being part of the boys because you and also too, it's like it's like it's. It's what like eight episodes, ten episodes, you know, most, and it's a year, you know, kind of thing. So he films right. probably like within a month or something like that, all his scenes, and then like he's done, you know, like, right. and they and, and and like the thing is that they could write him off the show at any moment, like you go, you know, what we're sure. gonna, we're going to bring this character in or something like that. But also too, and this is this is this is this is the scary ones, kids. Ready? After all this, how do we know the show is going to be any good? Like, right. you know, right. like, like they've already, like, oh, in all fairness, has a person who's watched pretty much every season. There has been a couple of times they tried doing spinoffs where it's been a show about something other than the boys. There was like a whole um, like super secret, like witch hunters kind of thing they tried doing in an episode and it fucking bombed. No one liked that episode. And then they tried doing something with um, some of the girls, the women 
who have a fan base, but that didn't take off. It was just, they've tried it during this during this during their show to spin off another series, and it never caught on. Which you're right, them doing this by with themselves, and y- you got to be able to sell it. Like it's you know it could be like oh it may look good on paper, but maybe not in the reality of it. It might it, you're right, it might suck because as a fan of the show. I don't even know where they can go. They can go with maybe like um, a young, like their their mom and dad were both hunters, and then she quit because to be you know to raise Dean. Um, but I guess they could have like the early adventures of of John and Mary. But I don't I don't think they do that. Right. I mean, it's <laughs> and that's like and you, you, you it's got to be it's got to be a solid script, and that's like that type of thing. But the whole time you're going. Is Sam and Dean going to make an an, uh, an appearance? It's going to be like a flashback, or, 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 or not? Or, it's going to have to be a flashback, sir. <laughs> it's or, you know, or, or or you know, like they go into the future, you know, like kind of thing, and you know, and 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 Sam and Dean are there, you know, like and and kind of, you know, what I'm saying like like it's it's stupid stuff like that, like like you go and 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 that's and that's probably something that maybe like they're thinking like, well, if it starts to crap out and the the, the ratings aren't there, maybe we'll, maybe we'll we'll see if we can get Sam and you know. You know, if Walker's not, you know, shooting, you know, Walker's Tech Ranger's not shooting, and right. and you know, and and Jensen's, you know, producing this, you know, like you know, maybe maybe we can get them to come in and you know do an episode just to, you know, bring because it's the thing, like 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 there, there's been there's been lots of spinoffs and never made it because it's just you go the cast isn't there and that's what made it like you know with without that cast you're going it's just another show and it's not that great. You know, I mean, like, like, look at the look at the, the the Flash Arrow stuff. Like, 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 as soon as Arrow died, basically, and disappeared or left the show, like, the rest of the show is just kind of like fizzling out. Like, they're just not there anymore. You know, like, and and the ratings are dropping. I mean, it, I mean, it's crappy writing. Don't get me wrong. It's not. It's not the fact. You know, like, you know, oh, since since we don't have the the Green Arrow, you know, the rest of it's crap. It's you know it's it I don't know who's writing these scripts you know but they should fire them, um, <laughs> but the 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 idea is it's like 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 they had other spinoffs like like the the Arrow one they were supposed to do the spinoff show and it got canceled it got canned because people people were like yeah it's gonna be terrible like they already like they didn't they didn't see an episode they didn't judge it they just didn't like the characters because they were they were trying to the pan off in that one season last season to try and like force like episode after episode and it was like it's not the same kiss to character so it's not that going to be that good of a show and they kind of just right. like gave up and then they just cw's like well I'm, we're not wasting the money we're not throwing all this money into it because it's it's going to be a loss you know for us and we can't handle those kind of things so that's you know so it's it's way of saying things so you go and it's it's going to be a risk, you know, and and I hope it's successful. I'm not saying I, I, I you know, I like I, I would like to see it succeed and be like, damn, they did it again, you know, and and, and on the same type of premise, like 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 you know, like this is great, you know, but you you get to a point where something is going to be off on it, and you're going, yeah, all right, you know, like and and, and it's going to leave a bad taste in fans' mouth, and they're just going to they're they're going to drop in droves, and they're just not right. It's, it's going to be the Indiana Jones four thing. Yes, yeah. <laughs> to tie it back to an earlier article, like yeah, it's like oh, this great thing gets now soured because now you're gonna, people are going to remember that than the show, right? Yeah. Um, all right, I got one more article here, Ed. I don't know how important it is, but um, do you remember? I think I, with the pandemic, 
movie theater houses have been in struggling, mm-hmm. you know, um, to get people asses in seats. It's always been about asses in seats to keep them going because they rent the movie, they, they make their money off the concession stand and ticket prices. Mm-hmm. Um, well, during the course of time, one of the most famous movie theaters out in Los Angeles, the Vista Theater, had to file for bankruptcy and was going to be sold off. Like it was going to be, cl- it was closed down. Um, apparently, silver lining, or there's a, a, a new horizon. I don't know what you want to call it, but Quentin Tarantino has said to, to have bought LA's Vista Theater. Really? Yep. Uh, here's what uh, Quentin Tarantino announced he purchased Los Angeles's Vista Theater during the most recent here's a funny thing and i listened to this podcast and i haven't gotten this one during the most recent episode of dax shepherd's armchair expert podcast now for those people who don't know dax shepherd is Kristen bell's husband <laughs> <laughs> so it's i mean he, he also has an acting career like let's not you know he's started off in you know he's been a bunch of stuff i just find it funny that <laughs> I just love the fact that you have to point out that it's Christian Bell's husband. Well, I don't know how many people know that Dak Shepard and, and Christian Bell. I mean, I would think that you might live under a rock if you don't know the two of them are married. Yeah. Because they are kind of they are kind of like I don't want to say America's married couple, but they're very public about being married and the struggles that they go through. But I, I and I respect them both as individuals, and you know, I think Christian Bell's kind of swell. You know, <laughs> see, brought that back in. <laughs> <laughs> Right, so, but during the most recent podcast with Dax Shepard called Armchair Expert, um, which I highly recommend, two celebrities talking, it's really Dax trying to find out he's using his uh, his 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 podcast to kind of work out some therapy issues or try to win an argument with with Kristen. <laughs> <laughs> um, but during the most recent episode, they discussed the. F- future of movie going uh commenting that some of the big movie chains that have shut down due to covid19 pandemic deserved to go and that's a quote uh here's what he said uh, quote i never liked any theater closing but some of these exhibitor exhibitors that are going they fucking deserve to go they've taken all the specialness out of movies anyway some of these chains uh tarantino told shepherd explained that he doesn't believe a movie theater should quote recreate my living room that sounds like an, uh, what do you call it, a shot at the uh, Alamo Draft House, personally. <laughs> um, but Tarantino says he thinks boutique cinemas, quote, will actually thrive in this time. And then announced his purchase of the Vista Theater in Los Feliz uh, with plans for it to open around Christmas. Uh, There's a quote again. When we opened up the new Beverly about two weeks ago in June, we sold out every single show. And I'll announce one thing here that people don't know yet. I bought the Vista. We're going to probably open up around Christmas time. And again, only film, uh, he said, uh, and to continue on. But it won't be a, a revival house. We'll show new movies that come out where they give us the film print. We'll show the new stuff. It's not going to be like the New Beverly. The New Beverly has its own vibe. The Vista is like a crown jewel kind of thing. So it'll be the best prints. We'll show older films, but they'll be like older films that you can hold a fortnight engagement. Um, representatives of the Vista Theater and Tarantino did not immediately respond to the Variety's request for comments. This came from Variety. But I thought that was interesting. I mean, I, I'm glad to see that. Uh, I hate when I see 
Well, okay, here you go. Let's tie into this. Um, when I was a kid, we had a movie theater mm-hmm. down the street from me. And I any, anybody who's on my Facebook page, um, I posted Dick Donner passed away this week. Yeah. Uh, and it was kind of a bummer because when I think about his movies, The Goonies, Superman, if it wasn't for Superman, I don't think the, the blockbuster, I don't think superhero movies would be made. I don't. Mm-hmm. Um, I think maybe they'd be made in some way, shape, or form, but I think Superman helped pave the way for that. Mm-hmm. Um, the Lethal Weapon movies, Goonies, uh, there's a lot of movies out there that I've seen in the course of my time in the 80s that kind of Donner, Spielberg, Lucas, Zemeckis, Burton, those were directors that kind of summed up the 80s and 90s, mm-hmm. you know, during for me um and of course you know superman the movie goes back to the late 70s but i bring this up because i mentioned that one of my earliest memories is the movie theater that was down the street from me was playing superman and i didn't i did not see it at my at my theater i saw it somewhere else but i remember that the line for seeing that movie because it was because it was a single theater movie theater it had a 7.30 showing and then like a 10 o'clock showing and mm-hmm. that was pretty much it so you had two opportunities but I remember the line to see that movie was around the corner like like it went outside because the ticket stand was out front it went like down the block and then hung a it went up the street a good like two or three blocks it was like a long ass line to go see this movie mm-hmm. um, but to me one of the bummers was having that theater close um, because it was number one, it was real close to me, but it was, I, mean, I saw so many good memories there. It just kind of sucks. And I feel like the Vista and there's out in Hollywood, there is these like the better movie theater. I would not consider a iconic movie theater in any way, shape or form, mm-hmm. you know, but there are some iconic ones out in Los Angeles, you know, cause they have like premieres out there and they have like red carpet stuff. So I feel like, and there's, they could be like hundreds of years old, you know, and I feel like, you know, that, that some of those theaters that close because of the pandemic do, do deserve to be like revived. You know, I, I think and I'm, I'm glad and Quentin Tarantino is such a um, film buff that it makes sense that he would say like, look, you want me to play the Avengers? I'll play the Avengers, but you give me a film version of that, not a digital version of that, hmm. <laughs> you know, which makes it tougher in a way for like, like I mean, Disney isn't going to give a shit. Like, well, fuck you, Tarantino. Well, you're one theater compared to the thousands that can play our shit. We don't care. But there's some movie theaters that, you know, want to have the experience. Like, I think um, Chris Nolan, his movies are still done on film. I think Eastwood still does his movies on films while he's still around. So, I mean, I think that there's, I guess I come, I'm like, to me, it's a positive thing. It'd be interesting to see maybe like, like, I don't know. I don't think they'll ever go away from digital because digital is faster. It's easier. You can just push, push record and let shit record. And it's probably easier to manipulate for visual effects because it's digital content. Instead of film, there's not a lot of edit, cutting. There's more cutting and pasting than actual cutting and taping. Right. Um, right. You know, and, and 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 I mean, I get I get it. And and you go you you get to a point where, like, it's 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 that nostalgia because that's 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 what you 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 go for, you know. And 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 
there is that point where you you do you you it's it's like that old style and i think when tarantino made that remark about like i don't want to make my living room i'm i'm really thinking they're hitting like the amcs you know with those uh um, those chairs that they have those those big plush chairs because you know because it's saying like like a couple times i get pissed off because like people stretching their arms like they're at home like like oh you know and it's like dude i'm in front of you and it's not that high of a seat that you're 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 actually blocking my view you know like i think and that so so it's those kind of things but like like you know like it's I mean, like, I appreciate those, like, old-style theaters because, you know, that's that's how we used to watch movies. Like, even in the in a big scale, like AMCs and 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 uh, the other the, – I can't think of any other theaters now off the top of my head. But they, they were they, – that's, like, it was stadium seating and you would go in and it was like, you know, like, you had to be quiet. And there was an usher, you know, those – those days, you know, and, and you know, they, they had some of the flashlight would walk down, up and down, you know, check every once in a while, make sure, you know, right. they, they, you know, those kind of things. And, 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 you know, you, you got to see film and you got to see, you got to see something. And it was like going to the movies every weekend was a treat because it was like, sometimes like you would go, yeah, I'd see, I would see the Avengers movie or I would see, you know, like a Star Wars movie or I'd see this, but there was other films that you would watch because it was just like, I already saw Star Wars and it's like, yeah, I'd see it again, but there's another film like, you know, like, you know, like, like I, I, rem- I remember when Phantom Menace came out, you know, uh, uh, the, the mummy movie came out with Brendan Fraser, you know, the same, right. same weekend, you know, kind of thing. And like, I, I, I you know, I, I saw it, you know, like, I, I mean, I saw, I saw Star Wars first cause we went on a Saturday night and we, you know, we went and the theater was empty and we're like, I'm like, this is going to sound crazy. You have tickets, tickets to Star Wars. And they're like, yeah, everybody came last night. Like, cause it was the first night. So everybody came then, you know? And so now like it's empty. So we actually got to see Star Wars, but like the next week we actually saw, cause we were thinking about going to see the mummy because we figured Star Wars is going to be packed and there was no way we we're going to get in, but we enjoyed the mummy because it was like, it was a different film. Like it wasn't like, you know, I mean, great. They made a franchise out of it. They made, they made more movies out of it, you know? And then of course Tom Cruise took over. Um, <laughs> but, but you, you know, like, like there's, there's films that you go see, you know, because it's in the theater and you enjoy it. And it's like, it's, it's an experience, you know, kind of thing where like the Avengers and, and, you know, Superman and DC and all those movies, you know, it's, 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 a, it's a, it's a shared experience that you're going into these years with all the, with all the, these same like people, because, you know, you you usually go like on a night, like the first night and all the comic book nerds are out there, you know, and, and, right. they, and they're going to see it and you're, you're going, these are my people, you know, so I'm, I'm, I'm watching it with them, you know, and enjoying it where you could go and see, you know, um, I'm trying to think of a movie that <laughs> like, like gladiator. Like that was a movie that was to me like an experience. Like you would, you went and saw it. I mean, I, I went to the theater and saw it three times, you know, because it was that good of a movie that, that I highly enjoyed it. You know, like it was, it was thing, uh, uh you know, Braveheart was another one, you know, like, I mean, I, I, I had, I had two situations like you described. One was back, um, when the Orleans were eight movie theaters. Mm-hmm. Remember those days? Mm-hmm. Um, we went to go, my friends and I went to go see one movie and it was sold out and we went to go see Glory instead 
because we were already out and it wasn't sold out and glory's got then it was like a it's a heavy civil war drama and it was so good and it was like i would have completely missed out on that that situation and of it, that experience had i not have gone to the movie theaters and my movie i wanted to see was sold out the other experience one too which is the universe is being nice to me my sister and i went to go see the blair witch project and it was sold out so the second movie on our list which wasn't sold out was the sixth sense Mm -hmm. and it was like when we walked out of that movie like and it was opening weekend too so no one knew the big twist at the end of the movie Plus, it was in, what, 1999, so the internet, there was no, like, spoilers mm-hmm. type thing. So it was like when we walked in, we didn't know what we were – we didn't know what we were getting. We just looked – it looked like it was Bruce Willis, a thriller. Kid sees I see, I see dead people, and you're like, oh, my God, this is going to be really interesting. And then they had that twist at the end. You're like, holy crap. Like, everyone in the movie theater walked out with their, like, their mind blown going, oh, my God. I, had, I would never have experienced that had I not – taking the opportunity because the movie I wanted to see was already sold out you know so I mean I, I, I know exactly what you're talking about everyone I, I'm sure everyone listening probably has a similar story right if they're you know fans you know or that shared experience like I mean I still get a little teary-eyed when I see the end of Avengers Endgame you know to be like oh my god it still kind of makes me emotional but that's a big scale like I remember going to see um, Scream 2 as and it was my my sister loves horror movies and we were going she, you know we were going together and spoilers there's a moment where the killer is Billy's mom for those you know hmm. for those of you know who Billy is in the first movie but the whole theater went Billy's mom like like everybody audibly said it mm-hmm. and it was one of those moments where like the whole audience said it out loud and then call kind of chuckled at each other for all saying the exact same thing it was like everyone was like jinx buy me a coke because it was such a twist and a shock and like a what moment that we couldn't help ourselves but to say it you know it was but again stuff like that you don't you don't get when you're at like home right you know and and I think that movie theaters need to, you need that in our and I think you need that in our, you know, community mm-hmm. because it is a, it is a communal thing, it's a shared thing. I, I just sometimes wish that people were a little bit more courteous to each other. Like because it's a shared thing, you should still have like the politeness. Like I agree, there's no reason that guy should lean back on his chair with his arms up like he's at home, you know. I, I completely agree because it does take it or you know what don't scroll your phone while you're in the theater right. because you're disturbing somebody I, I remember remember watching one of the Harry Potter's movies with my wife and like it, somebody was talking on their phone the whole time and you're in the behind you and you're like really like why are you here like why why come to the theater if you're going to talk on the phone and it's those kind of things that, that annoy you and that's why like sometimes like like it drives me crazy with the, the theaters but you go, I cannot not go – like, I can't wait for this movie to see it, like, you know, and on television. And then, and that's the thing. Like, like like you said, though, like, it is a shared experience. Like, I've been watching movies by myself a lot, and it's just, it just kind of sucks because as you go, 
you know, like, like luckily at work, like a couple people would see a movie or something like that and they'll tell me about it and I'll watch it and then we could go and I can go back then and the next day and talk about it or, you know, a couple of days and talk about it. Cause like, Oh, I saw that movie you, you told me about and blah, blah, blah. I watched it and it was really good. And, you know, we talk about different scenes or stuff like that, but it's, it's, it's one of those type of things where you, you go, yeah, I saw this movie. Nobody saw it. You know, and you go, all right. Or worse yet, like what I do is like, I'll see a movie that's maybe like four years old. <laughs> Because <laughs> I missed right. it off the, you know, like when it came out, yeah, you know, kind of thing, and and I got to watch it for something like, wow, it was really good, and it's like hard to bring in a conversation now, that, like it's like, yeah, that was four years ago, and and we've moved on, you know, kind of thing, like it wasn't wasn't that impactful of a movie, but I'm like, hey, it was a pretty good movie, you know, I enjoyed it, blah blah blah, you know, like kind of thing, and, and so every once in a while, they'll, they'll I'll get one of those, but you you. You know, it, it's it's one of those things that like 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 I'm I'm grateful for the people I work with because a lot of times like I could talk about movies because it's like like I used to, like I still miss like when you used to come over like um, every week and we watch a movie and that's like then we would sit there and talk about it and you know or or, or you know it was good or bad or why and you know have a discussion about it and that, that made it more fun to watch that movie it was more enjoyable that way you know right sure. Well, yeah, I haven't really. The movies I've been watching have been movies I've already seen. Like it's not even like I I really want to watch the Chaos Theory and talk about it on the show. But I'm like, eh, you know, I'm gonna watch Gotham first. What's <laughs> <laughs> well, the thing? Like, I'm like lately, low, like like a lot of times, like like because I don't have much time, like or like I know I'm falling asleep. I'll watch stuff like a thousand times, like. Pluto TV has Star Trek The Next Generation, you know, kind of thing. So I watch episodes. A lot of times they'll repeat episodes through the week, so I'll see the same one like three times or whatever. But every once in a while, like, wow, I haven't seen this episode in forever. Or there was one episode I'm like, I've never seen that Star Trek Next Generation episode at all. <laughs> but the other thing, too, like I've been watching, though, is YouTube has, Hasbro has a channel on YouTube that constantly streams G.I. Joe episodes like over and over again and a lot of it some of it's like repeat like because they, they had like a five-part series or whatever but some were like individual episodes and type of thing and and i and i always watch that and i'm like because like i enjoy it and i'm like you know i have every episode on dvd but it's like you know it's, it's just like mindless entertainment and that's that's generally what i've been doing and like you know because it's like yeah I, i've been buying movies there's a lot of movies i still want to see but it's just like I should wait for somebody for this, you know, like, like, you know, kind of thing. So I'm like holding on to movies. Like it's like first person that comes in, but like, Hey, I've got a slew of movies that I haven't seen. And I like to, you know, have a shared experience with, you know, kind of thing. right. So, but. <laughs> hey, that's all I got, Ed. All right. That's the hey. show. Is that, is that it? Is that it? <laughs> <laughs> is that all we got? Okay. Let's wrap it up. <laughs> all right. All right. Well, thanks for listening, everybody. If you haven't already done it, go to our Facebook page, Geeksters Radio, and give us a like. Or follow us on Twitter, at Geeksters. Don't forget, if you want to contact Ed on anything you've seen or heard, on seen, anything you heard on the show or any questions you might got, you can direct them to Ed at ed at wordswithgeeks.com. Or you can direct them to Sean at Sean at wordswithgeeks.com. That's S-H-A-W-N. Excelsior. That was wonderful. Bravo. I loved that. Oh, it was great. Well, it was pretty good. Well, it wasn't bad. Well, there were parts of it that weren't very good, yeah, though. It could have been a lot better. I didn't really like it. It was pretty terrible. It was bad. It was awful. It was terrible. Get him away. Hey, boo. Boo.